everybody. It's your boy B-Rob back at you with another episode of Random Ramblings with Rob. That's me. I'm Rob. This guy talking right now. And um, today on the podcast, I have a guest. He was supposed to be on the podcast last episode, but we couldn't quite connect. But we got together now and he is here. It is Sketch himself. The man, the myth, the legend, the creator of the Facebook page with with over 14,000 likes and stuff called Sketches World. So he draws all kinds of little doodly doodads and all kind of stuff like that. Pretty humorous. I like it a lot. Gives me a chuckle in my belly. Ha 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 ha. And it's funny because I was like, I was there for the genesis of all this stuff. I mean. He would uh, sit there and he would draw during lunch breaks and everything like that. He had this little clay. I don't know what kind of clay it was. I guess it's sculpting clay. He would sculpt little figures and all kind of stuff like that during um, free time. I mean, I'm talking about like we in fucking kindergarten or some shit together. But this is at work during lunch. And, you know, he's a good dude. All around awesome guy. So, I used to work with him. Um, it's probably been about, it's been a couple of years since I've seen him in person. We've been keeping uh, in contact through Facebook and everything. And when I started doing this podcast thing, he was one of the um, guys that I wanted to get on here because this man has an interesting story. Um, it was a point in time to where we worked together where he attempted suicide. And, um, it's weird to say this, but. It really wasn't his fault, per se. It was um, the medications that he was prescribed, and it had an adverse reaction. So, I mean, I'm not going to talk too much about it. I'll let you hear it for yourself from his mouth. And, um, yeah, it was just great catching up with him. So, he's overseas somewhere. And, um, like I said, it was just great to catch up with him. So, I let him do all the talking and tell you about him him named Sketch. So, enjoy. I'm just going to get my thought in the community coffee. Yes, that is the best way to get my thoughts, I guess. Oh, so, what do you want to talk about? Uh, we can talk about pie, because I like that. Uh, I haven't had any pie in a while. I did have uh, two cupcakes yesterday. No, it was the other day. Where I got off work and I just got done pushing that sled and I thought I deserved some of goodies and so I went to the store and I was like, Yeah, give me give me the Pomeraca cupcakes. And the lady's like, No, you should get two I'm like, I I shouldn't and she's like, get two and so I'm gonna give two Peer pressure. Uh, what's up? Peer pressure. Yeah, peer pressure. It was like what was the uh, carrot cake and then a fucking Caramel apple cupcake. And I felt so sad. But you're not. Oh. I mean, the Marine Corps is bad. Yeah, because I'm not going to say anything about it. <laughs> but I mean, shit, what's it like out there? It's uh, nice. I mean, it's not as bad as our last unit, so I'm not going to here, bitch. Well, not so much uh, how it is as far as the unit, 
Where is um, it anyway? Well, I mean, I can't really say too much because that would reveal who I am. Oh, it's too late. We know who you are. God damn it. <laughs> well, I can't reveal that much. Okay, I'm not going to reveal your secret identity. Well, I could get in trouble because they're going to track me down. Be like, oh, he's in here. Oh. Which is he? Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna get yelled at and I'm gonna not do too well with that. No, you be okay. Decent. I like it. The people are cool. Can't really say too much. Damn, I can't say that much. I'm trying to keep as much anonymity as possible. Anonymity? Yeah, that. <laughs> Well, shit, well, at least what the weather like right now, this time of year. It's, um, it's starting to get hot. And that's what sucks, because it's not just hot, it's like humid. So is, just it, so is it worse it, there, or is it worse in Carolina? Oh, God, so much worse here. <laughs> I didn't think, I, I was like, oh, I know humidity, I was just in North Carolina, and I got here, I was like, what? The fuck is this? Yes, it's not pleasant, I guess. Like, you can't breathe. Well, shit, I mean, that worked out for you because you work out with the goddamn, the breather mask on and shit, so that should be... No, no, see, I'm not allowed to because they yell at you. I was told by the safety guy that he was told by someone else that I can't wear it anymore. What the fuck? Yeah, it's dangerous. Well, if you already can't breathe, and then now you put a breathing apparatus on, I mean, I can I can see where you're coming from. Yeah. But it's like, let me, let me deal with that. Let me deal with my repercussions. <laughs> Be like, let me kill myself, please. <laughs> yeah, let me kill myself. Let me figure that shit out myself. <laughs> let me learn that lesson. Word to your mother. Mm-hmm. How, long, how much longer you get out there? I extended. Well, okay. I guess it couldn't be that bad then. <laughs> no. I, I, I like it. I'm learning a lot. I, the the people are cool. Uh, we have a crew that all get on Xbox and kill each other. Talk shit. And we, we live in the barracks. So once someone starts talking shit on here, I get up off my chair walk down to their room and uh, get into their room, start fucking with them. Talk shit now. <laughs> talking all that good shit second ago. Fucking motherfuckers. See, and, that, and that's great because you got the local play or whatever. You ain't got no internet thugs on there trying to dag on talk shit. <laughs> oh, yeah, you do. Like, we play sometimes. I was playing Destiny a couple months ago. And there was, like, some weird arrows playing, like, if there's a guy named something goat, I was like, what the, what? Fucking, you still play Destiny? Play what, Destiny? No, not really, not anymore. Yeah, I mean, I got it when it first came out, so I'm, I imagine it's better now than what it used to be. So No, I, see what happened was, what when happened. year two came out, what they did was, all the year one players, all the stuff that you worked months and months and months to get, like all the awesome stuff, they made useless. What the fuck? Like, my exotic 
like the highest level exotic stuff. Like my exotic stuff is no better than the uh, green stuff. Like the uncommon. So it was like, what the fuck? And so I just stopped playing after that. Well, shit, I'm glad I stopped playing. Period. <laughs> I sunk like 300 some hours. There's people that played more than me. I sunk like 300 plus hours into the game, I guess. I didn't know that. Until someone was making fun of me. I was like, alright, I'm done. Yeah, because when they um, released that expansion, like the Taken King and all that other stuff, they had it yeah. for a while to where you can just drop in at level 25. Yeah, but they made it the max level, level 40. And it took forever just to get there. Yeah, because I mean, I think when I was playing, I think my biggest goal to try to do was get to level 20 so I can change my armor color. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because you look like just a quasi Spartan for the entire time, basically. Like, mix and match, you look stupid. Yeah, because the damn shit, after I got to level 20, I just like, fuck it, I don't play this shit no more. <laughs> yeah, I just gave up. I started playing Grand Theft Auto again. Dragon Age Inquisition. See, I tried to get into the uh, Dragon Age shit, and um, I play like the first hour or so and then I was like, eh, I'm done with this. <laughs> well, it's by the people that made Mass Effect. Well, yeah, I like Mass Effect, but I don't know. I guess when Mass Effect and all the other stuff was out, I put so much time into playing it and everything, and now just to start over on something else like it, and I'm like, eh, I don't want to do this anymore. Because it's, it's, it's the same thing oh. with, um, like, alright, I have Fallout 3. And I played yeah. Fallout 3 forever and ever and ever and ever. And then now we got Fallout 4 and shit. I played the first mission, and then I haven't played it since. I haven't even started that game. I have, uh, you know, see, I made a mistake. I got the DLC for Dragon Age Inquisition. I didn't think this was going to happen, but it basically says before you get it, like, hey, you, you, start this mission, you're not going to be able to go back. Like, you're stuck that way forever. I'm like, alright, whatever. Well, I thought, like, I was still going to be able to go with fucking go back and do the open world stuff, and no, you're stuck. That, that, the ending you get on the DLC is the ending that you have to deal with, and you can't go back and play it again unless you have a save file that you didn't save over, which I didn't. So I just started another playthrough. Like, I already have, like, three days in this game. Starting all over. Ooh. Who earns? <laughs> so you been keeping up with anybody from back here? Um, no, the one dude just left. And I guess he got a compete because he, he got devoted again, I guess? Because his title went from PFC to Lance Corporal to PFC again, some shit. And who was that? Uh, wait, maybe you weren't there when he got there. No, who are you talking about? Uber. Who? Uber. Uber. Yeah. You're not gonna use real names. I'm not doing that. Oh. Yeah, well, that sucks. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. And then, like, a whole bunch of people got 
in JPE after you left. I know. I, I, they didn't have my morale to keep them up. No. It, are the shoes still there? <laughs> I hope so. I left them there. They're trying to get them thrown, thrown away. <laughs> like, my hope was, like, after all of us were gone, that someone would find it after, like, the rotation was complete and there was no one from that saga back there. So they're like, what the fuck is this? That shit, that would be pretty cool. Everyone, everyone's gone yeah, I know. now. I know. Um, I keep up with uh, Manly and Bronson every time, every now and then. Yeah, I talk to them all the time. Well, not not Manly, but Bronson, I talk to all the time. Yeah, he got a manly. Well, not manly, but Bronson got a manly beard. <laughs> he shaved it off. He did. Yeah. That son of a bitch. <laughs> he got a job. That's the thing. Is like everyone wants to get fucking crazy ass beards and shit when they get out. Well, if so they you, can grow them. Well, you, but well, then, you, like, when they have to get a job, they have to take them off. Well, now you do it in reverse. See, you you go in clean shaven, then you get the job, then you grow the beard after. He, he was probably doing that then, I guess. Yeah. I just don't, I don't understand the obsession with beards. Well, see, I mean, I think it's just like you're in the military for so long, you got to keep shaving your face, and you can't do really in that aspect what you want. So when you finally get out the motherfucker, you be like, ah, face freedom. I mean, I can't grow facial hair. Oh, this guy's wanting to beat my ass. All right, let's play. Come on, motherfucker. Fuck you. Will you, Fuck. Will you grow like the one dagger on uh, the Homer Simpson strand across the chin? Well, when I was in that hospital, when you and the boss picked me up, yeah, I had a horrible... I looked horrible. I couldn't shave. Sorry. Well, I look yeah. awful. I mean, well, you look awful anyway, so. Thank you. That was, <laughs> that was the most facial hair I had ever had on my face. It was like grown in all patchy and stuff. I was like, oh, God. Called you patchy. And they had those El Cheapo razors there. It's like no shaving cream. So you won't let me shave because you're afraid I'm going to cut myself. But the razors you do give are going to make me cut myself. <laughs> that is bullshit. <laughs> well, uh, shit. Let's uh, time travel. I've known you for a while, but you know, I don't. I wouldn't consider me. I don't know you. I don't know you. Know you. So let's time travel back in time to okay. and, and uh, where are you from originally? From Ohio. Ohio. Yeah. Shit, what part? Uh, Central. I, like, I don't... I'm from Ohio, but I didn't have my license, so I didn't drive around that much. So I have, like, no clue about the layout of Ohio. It's really depressing. Because, like, everyone I run into... There's only a couple people that I've run into that are, like, from where I'm from. Everyone else is from Cincinnati or Cleveland. The name brand towns. Yeah, the name brand now. All depressing and shit. I remember when my brother was driving me back up to Ohio from boot camp. And we hit Cincinnati. And uh, everything was fucking gray. And I'm like, yep, that's about right. Everything was gray. The sky was gray. It looked like someone took a paintbrush, dipped it in a bucket of depression, and just wiped it all over the place. I'm like, oh, wow. 
I miss Ohio. <laughs> so, um, so you've been there your whole life up until you joined the military? Yep. Word. And how many brothers and sisters you got? Just the one? I got one brother, technically my half-brother, but I don't see the difference, so I call him my brother. Yeah. And one sister, no, two sisters. And I don't talk to either of those. Yeah, because I, I never really heard you talk about them whenever we were working with each other. All I knew yeah. was your brother or whatever. Me and my brother talk all the time. Which is funny, because like, my, my mom kind of raised me to like not like my brother that much. And so we grew up apart, basically, and it ends up like we're still, we, we're the only two that really talk, and I didn't end up exactly like him mentally, but basically we had the same thoughts on a lot of things. Like, what was it? Uh, when I was in the schoolhouse, it was around uh, Easter, and so my mom, when I was still talking to her, she texted me like, hello, happy, happy Easter. And so I texted her, happy zombie Jesus day. Yeah. And she's like, oh my God. And she was like all pissed off. What I didn't know is that she had texted my brother the same thing. And he said the exact same thing I did. <laughs> and happy zombie Jesus day. And I sent my brother the picture of her getting mad at me. And he started losing his shit. Because without any outside influence, I had just become him basically. And upset my mom. That's crazy. I mean, that's a testament to your bond or whatever that you have with your brother. Yeah. I mean, I mean, what, what's up? I mean, if you don't mind talking about it, what's up with that whole situation? I mean, why is it is why is it like it is right now? With uh, my mom and everything. Yeah. Well, a lot of the reason I went to that hospital. Well, yeah. I, I don't know. I I, so going going way back, I don't know why, but I had the uh, instilled in my mind that I was worthless. Don't know why. Some just culmination of things in life just made me feel absolutely worthless in everything I did and continue to do. And uh, my mom kind of perpetuated that. Like she would make me feel guilty about being her son, essentially. Like guilt trip me on certain things. There was a time we almost got into a knockdown drag out fight because I wouldn't buy her a fucking bottle of Pepsi. I was getting ready to go out and run. This is before the Marine Corps. I was getting ready to go out and run. And, um, she's like, hey, can you buy me a Pepsi? She's washing dishes. I'm like, no, I'm not going to buy you a Pepsi. I didn't want to say it, but she's fat. She didn't need Pepsi. Yeah. And so I was like, no, I'm not going to buy you a Pepsi. And then she freaked out. Like, everything I do for you, you will buy me a Pepsi. I'm like, mom. I was already help. I was already paying a lot of the rent by myself. I was already like helping pay the cable bill. And see, and that's um, a lot. I mean, because you you got basically you're a goddamn kid, man, doing having all these responsibilities. Yeah, it's like I'm not I'm not buying you a Pepsi. And like I was trying to get out the door and go run, she slammed the door in my face and looked at me like she was about to hit me. I'm like, Mom, if you put your hands on me, I will hit back. Get out of my way. I went to go run. And, like, there's a lot of people that would be offended by that. Oh, you never lay your hands on your mother. Well, you were raised in a different household than me. You were raised differently. Once you have a situation where your mom's, like, about to fight you over a bottle of Pepsi, you kind of change your attitude towards that kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's a, but, not as 
extreme as that, but you know, I can talk um, from what I know about my wife's childhood or whatever. Her and her mom didn't have the best relationship or whatever, and you know, I can draw some parallels to what you're saying and um, how she grew up as well. And it's fucking, it's crazy. I could never understand how that could come to be because I never been in that situation with my parents. You know? Yeah, it's really shitty. Um, I I have a stronger like besides my brother, the only people I'm really close with are my friends. Like, I don't really have any family besides maybe my brother and my grandma and some uh, cousins that we don't really get to talk that often, but I'm not really close to blood like I am with my friends. Okay. And that's what the military has given me, which is really awesome. Um, like, the my friend, my friends are my family, basically. Yeah, I'm not going to understand that. What uh, drove you to join the Marine Corps? Well... Um, Fighting motherfuckers um, with Pepsi's? <laughs> no, not Pepsi's. Yeah, Pepsi's. Um, so I, I'd known I wanted to join the military for since like seventh grade, basically, or like be a cop or join the military. And I, I guess law or the police police academy is expensive as all hell. And so to do that, I was like, oh, I'll just join the military and use the uh, military to pay for the police academy when I get out. Yeah. And so. I focused on the military. I was going to join the army until uh, this girl mentioned the Marine Corps to me. So I started looking into the Marine Corps, and I liked the like warrior aspect, the mentality of the Marine Corps, and everything. So I started looking into them more. And so my brother wanted me to join the army. My mom wanted me to join the Air Force, and my uh, I was looking into the Marine Corps. So I. I'm not really religious, but there's so, there's certain times in life where I pray just because, I mean, you have to. I got on my hands and knees. And I prayed. I'm like, listen, man, I I really have no clue what to do. Can you, like, send me a sign on what, what branch to join? And so uh, the next day, I was at my high school getting ready to go home, and some Marine Corps recruiters were walking around. Oh. And I didn't think anything of it until the day after that, where on the school news in the background, you could see the Marine Corps recruiters talk to me and everything. And I was sitting there like, oh, shit, was that the sign I was asking for? I'm like, nah, that's just coincidence. That's stupid. Like, my bad. <laughs> yeah. So the third day, uh, the Marine Corps recruiters were at the school again, and I didn't think anything of it. I went and did the pull-up challenge, only got 13, got a water bottle held on to that thing like it was my baby. But um See that's how they get you. They suck you in with yeah. gifts. <laughs> I, I, I I didn't think anything of it. They got me all those badass Marine Corps stickers and I was walking home, I'm like, maybe that was the uh sign I was looking for. Like maybe what that was the uh sign. Because I mean it's been three days and I keep seeing the Marine Corps. I'm like, no, it's just a coincidence. They're there the first day scheduling the appointment for that day. I'm like, alright, whatever. As I'm walking home, I go to the mailbox and open up the mailbox, and there's a Marine Corps uh, recruiting pamphlet in the mailbox. So I'm like, I look up, I'm like, all right, I guess it's the Marine Corps. Yeah. And that is what led me to where I am now. And that's funny how that stuff just worked out. <laughs> yeah. Because um, I can talk about my personal experiences to where, why I want to join the Marine Corps. And... Pretty much like you. I mean, as a young child, 
I kind of grew up around it. My father was in the military. I had brothers and sisters in the military. So I knew it was something that I always wanted to do. And when it came down to picking a branch, it was just like, I don't know. I was like, well, shit, my dad was in the Army, so maybe I should join the Army. But just like you said, recruiter stuck coming around or whatever, and he was the only one I seen. I ain't never seen an Army recruiter or a Navy recruiter or nothing like that. It was always a Marine Corps recruiter. And I just basically made up my mind that that's what I was going to do. I just walked in the office. He ain't even had to sell me on shit. I was just like, uh, sign me up, and when can I leave? <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of how it went for me. <laughs> Yeah, but it, it's it's crazy how things fall to in place or whatever whenever you're looking for a sign or you need direction on something. It's just weird how stuff come together. Yeah, it was, uh, it was like uh, he was hitting me in the face with it, so I figured I'd just fall through. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, what I guess, embarkation and whatnot. What led yeah. you to that? Because like, you was talking about you wanted to be a cop or whatever, too. Could have been an MP. Well, they didn't have the MP open, and so I was looking at. I wanted to be infantry, okay. but uh, I can see it didn't happen. I can see you doing that. I, I really, I wanted to be infantry when we were getting ready to go. Because the reason I chose my job is because when they have the uh, logistics option on paper, it says um, what do you put it? Charlie Juliet on the paper, CJ, and under it it says EOD, and I was like, oh, fuck yeah, so I, I chose that as my second choice, because I thought I could be EOD, yeah. like right off the bat, I didn't know any better, my first choice was infantry, and so they told me they were going with the logistics option, I'm like, oh, so I can still be EOD, and they were like, yeah, sure, whatever, like, alright, <laughs> and so when we were getting ready to ship out, like the day of the guy in charge was like, hey, I could probably pull some strings if you guys want infantry. Who here wants infantry? And I was like the only one that raised my hand. And so we go to maps and everything. We're like, oh yeah, you're not infantry. I'm like, son of a bitch. <laughs> so here I am. Like, at first I was pissed. I was like, all right, I'm going to lap move when I get the chance. After a while, I just accepted the job I was. And, I mean, it's not bad. It's fun. Everything, every day is a new experience. You have to deal with logistics. Deal with everyone's attitudes. Yeah. See, um, let's go back a little bit to me a little bit. I'm talking about um, how this is something that I always wanted to do. But at the same time, uh, you know, when high school was around, I was a damn teenager and shit. I just wanted to do me, right? So there yeah. was really no preparation with it. It was just like, uh, yeah, if it happens, it happens. So I didn't study for the ASVAB. I didn't, you know, take those necessary steps to, you know, you know, ensure that I would be successful on the way in. So my ASVAB score was low as fuck because I kind of just went in there and was like, la, 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 AC, 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 abracadabra, all that shit, right? Yeah. And then... Um, I was just like, fuck it, whatever it is, it is. So when I went to the recruit, I was just like, uh, I want to be supply. He's like, all right, cool. And then he come back a little bit later. He's like, uh, yeah, you really can't get you into supply. Uh, but, uh, I got, you can be a cook or you can be, uh, infantry. 
And I was like, you, what do you mean infantry? You're like, shoot motherfuckers? I was like, nah, I ain't down with that. I mean, I know it's the military, but, you know, I ain't trying to be in the front and shit, maybe. I was like, I was like, could this sound a little bit appealing? <laughs> and then um, he hit me with the motor T, uh, be a truck driver. And I was like, okay, I can deal with that. Because, I mean, growing up in my family, we drove everywhere. You know, we drove from Louisiana to California. We drove from Louisiana to Kentucky, Tennessee, Mississippi, all those places. We drove everywhere. So I like to drive and I like to ride. So I was like, all right, that suits me. So I take motor T. And here I am teaching fucking teenage knuckleheads like I used to be how to drive big trucks and shit. How many classes have you been through now? about seven weeks a piece and then you know you got to factor in because um, they get the holidays and um, for Christmas and Thanksgiving they get like real long b- breaks and everything so I think I've been here going on two years I've been uh, through about seven classes maybe this will be my seventh has it really been two years yeah it's been that long dog damn <laughs> time flies like yesterday, that's depressing. <laughs> depressing. <laughs> I said, your, your year extension will be up before your dad going to know it. Yeah, I know. My year here is already almost gone. Like, if I hadn't extended. <clears throat> like, damn. Well, shit, I mean, and I, so what's next for you after this? I have no clue. We'll see. We'll see where they send me. Well, how long you got left? What on my like contract? contract? I just I re I uh, reenlisted, so. Ha uh-huh. ha, sucker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't think they were gonna accept it. They did. I mean, why not? You good to go though. I mean, kind of a broken uh, broken piece. I mean, I was for a while. Yeah, I mean, but they hey, were looking to kick me out. I know, but a lot of that shit didn't really, you know, that wasn't on you. It gave you some yeah. fucking psychedelic drugs and shit. Yeah. That's what upset me the most is that... They tried to put you out for something that was out of your control. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... I was lucky I had the people that I did, especially yeah. my doctor. Yeah. The civilian looked out for me. She mm-hmm. saved my ass. Yeah, because that would have been a fucked up situation. It kind of... Um, not to that extent, but it reminded me of um, after 9-11 happened. And um, they was about to send all of us out there. So right before we were getting ready to um, deploy and do workups and all kind of stuff, we had people popping on drug tests, you know, prior to. So we had one guy pop for cocaine. We had, oh, shit. We had another guy. I mean, this was before we even knew we was, anything was going to happen or whatever. This was like right before 9-11 kicked off. So one guy popped for cocaine. Another guy popped for marijuana. You know, it was a couple of them. It was a majority of them marijuana. They had like maybe one or two guys for cocaine or something harder than that. So war started popping off and shit and everybody scrambling around. We're trying to get people to join real quick and all this other bullshit, right? So all those drug pops, they kept them in so they can deploy. So they made these guys deploy, made them risk life and limb. You know, could have died. Could have never came home to see their families and shit. And after the war was over and they got back, they kicked their ass out. No. Wasn't even honorable either. 
I mean, that's what. Yeah, good. shame on them for doing it, but like, <laughs> holy shit. Yeah, and, and, and this the and this the kicker about it too. I mean, life ain't fair. The dude that popped for cocaine, when they read his results, they said his levels were so fucking high that he had to sniff a line right before he pissed in the cup. No way. And then the guy that popped for weed that came with us on deployment, they said his shit. They barely caught his shit. It was so damn low. But he was the one that got fucked over, and the dude that dag on got the cocaine and shit. I guess he was in cool with people, and he did good work. And they damn, they hooked him up on the way out. I mean, he got an honorable on the way out. So man, that's fucked up. I never, I never got into drugs or anything like that. Except for weights. Weights are a drug. I mean, that's true. And pre-workout. But I mean, even back in high school, I never got in a pot or anything. I never really understood the the allure of it. Like even now, there's people talk about, "Oh, I can't wait to get out and smoke a blunt." Blah 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 blah. To me, it's like a that's like a high school thing. Yeah, it's really childish to me. Yeah, and then like um, with those guys that say that shit, like um, it's like what I was talking about the facial hair and the beards and all that. It's because you've been told so long that, hey, you can't do this, you can't do this, you can't do this. As soon as you're out, you want to do all the things that they say you couldn't do. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, I don't know. As a teenager or whatever, I smoked weed and all that other bullshit. And I think it was just because, you know, the crew that I ran with, I mean, they weren't they weren't bad people. They weren't stealing and robbing and doing nothing like that. It's just they happened to smoke weed. So, I mean, that's what I hung around, so that's what I wound up doing, too. Yeah, just because you smoke weed doesn't mean you have to be a serial raven. Yeah. <laughs> I can remember the, I think the first time I got high or whatever. It wasn't even me smoking. It was just like I was in the room with everybody that was smoking. And I got a kind of <laughs> buzz and shit. And I was walking down the street like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Why is this happening to me? I'm going to die. <laughs> I can't breathe. She's like, motherfucker, if you couldn't breathe, you wouldn't be talking. I was like, ah, that is that is sound logic, sir. <laughs> Why are my fingers talking? <laughs> oh, my God. All right, now down. Drugs and shit. I know you had... um adverse reaction to the medications that you were given. Do you, yeah, I did. Do you even remember anything from that whole trip or whatever? Yeah, I remember quite a bit. I just don't really talk about it because everyone looks at me sideways when I speak about it. It's like, I thought I was dead. Yeah. <laughs> like my entire, my entire, like my dreams were crazy. I was dreaming some stupid stuff. And, uh, I remember mostly the OD in my room and how much that shit hurt. Because <laughs> there, I was sitting in my bed and like there was a point where I was like, I gotta move my legs or I'm not gonna be able to walk anymore. So I'm sitting there like, what the fuck? And I'm trying to move my legs, but it felt like every bone in my body was glass, so it hurt to move. And uh, I had to pee, so I got up out of bed to go to the bathroom and I just Felt right on the floor, face first, like boom. And uh, I remember, I just remember a lot of pain. I was trying to puke in the bucket to get it all out of my system. 
So there was like that bucket of water next to my bed. Dude. It was in reality, just me drinking water and trying to puke. It just that sucked. So and like when I was in the hospital talking to the uh, doctor, and I was high out of my mind still. And I told the I think it was a major, I'm like, hey, sir, I, I have a name I'm gonna call you. He's like, What? I'm like, Doctor Feel Good and he's like, No, you're not calling me that. <laughs> I'm like, Yes I am so the hospital sucked because when I woke up I was pissed I was like god damn it I'm not to do with all this shit now he was like fuck it I can't go to the gym and lift weights yeah <laughs> especially when I was at the first hospital when I went to the second hospital that's when it really sucked like the people, some of the workers were really nice uh, they really worked with you they helped you out they were cool they understood the situation and other ones were just like assholes it's like fuck you uh, the, I remember my favorite memory. I have a favorite memory of the place. Was we were all sitting down playing spades. I learned how to play spades in there. Uh, see, that's, and, that's uh, fucked up. I'm, I'm mad at you now. Why? Because you you're not supposed to damn on learn spades in the hospital. Damn it! You're supposed to learn spades on deployment. <laughs> no, I, I learned spades in the hospital. <laughs> so I was <laughs> we were all sitting down watching uh, the TV. Futurama was on, and Bender just so happened to walk into a suicide box, and like, at, and they uh, he tried to commit suicide in the box. And we all got quiet and we're looking at the TV. We we're like, this shouldn't be as funny as it is because we were losing our shit. Because we all were in there for the same thing. Yeah. Um, and then there was the other time where this kid was like talking about all the things they took from us. What we could do with the stuff we had. Like, if I really wanted to kill myself, I'd shove a sock down my throat or I'd make a noose out of a blanket. I'm like, dude, shut the fuck up. They're going to take our socks and blankets. He's like, but I'm just saying for the sake of argument. I'm like, shut the fuck up. I'm trying to sleep with a blanket at night and I like my socks. <laughs> oh, man. Well, being in there was an experience. Uh, I had people visit me that didn't even work with us, which was like, whoa, like, I didn't expect that. Yeah, like, who the fuck are you, right? Yeah. No, they were cool. Like, I knew them. Yeah. They were my friends, but they didn't, like, work in the office with us. Yeah. And then I had people that worked with me that never even showed up to see me. So, huh, that's cool, I guess. Yeah. I mean, because, um... I think there was a weird time or whatever because I knew it happened, but I didn't know it happened, and I didn't really get the full grasp of what was going on until I was the motherfucker there picking you up and shit. Because <laughs> damn, the hospital that you were in, where I picked you up from, was right around the corner from my fucking house. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. So that was weird. Because I damn, what I think you had, what I took you home to my house so you could shave and shit. Yeah, your little patches. It was awesome. <laughs> And I went into the office, and I was told that I had to apologize to everybody. Well, that was stupid, but whatever. Yeah. Good and man. I had to talk to... To the chaplain and all the other bullshit. Chap cha chaplain was cool. Yeah, that chaplain but was alright. I don't think I've ever met a bad chaplain yet. Shit, the chaplain and I had... Oh! I got the chaplain here to start saying your mom jokes. Oh, great. What? What? A, I know. 
That's going to be on my gravestone. Actually, it's going to be on my I'm getting cremated. I'm not getting buried. I want him to uh, put me in an urn, lace me with cyanide, and like, throw me at people I don't like. <laughs> okay, I'll make sure that happened for you. Fucking got to rack up that kill count. KD ratio. I'll be dead. My wife was like, uh, she was saying the same thing. She's like, whenever I die, uh, I want you to cremate me. And she was, I was like, all right. I was like, you know what? Out of spite, when you die, I'm going to bury you. <laughs> Just because. Because you're yeah. dead and you can't do shit about it. <laughs> See, when people threaten me, they're like, oh, I'm going to kill you. I'm like, that's cool. Have you ever seen the movie Fulcher Guy? You just be like, okay. I'm haunting the fuck out of them. And like, I'm not even going to do like crazy stuff. What I'm going to do is I'm like going to get them in their most vulnerable moments. So when they're sitting there trying to poop or something, I'm going to, like, throw them off a toilet and throw the shit on the ceiling. <laughs> or, like, when they're trying to they're trying to pee, just uh, dead leg them so they, like, piss all over themselves and on the wall. Oh, man. Why are you, why are you talking about that now? I can remember. I don't know if I did it to you or what, whatever, but whenever we was down at um 25, I go in the head, motherfuckers be pissing at the urinal. At the urinal, damn, I can't talk. The urinal, and I walk up behind them and I give them like a little stiff tug, push behind their back, and they just lock their legs up and they fall into the wall and shit. What they? <laughs> <laughs> no, you never did that to me. But you did, uh, you did do something where I carried it on the day where I just photobomb people and I take their phones and photobomb. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, and I found one on my phone like a couple months ago where. It was old. It was you as you were leaving, like the day you left. You took my phone and you uh, photobombed my phone with a whole bunch of people. Yes. Oh, no. I was like, aww. We do that shit here where I'm at, but they take it to a whole nother fucking level, dog. Uh, like what I used to, because I was the one that started it. Haha. <laughs> I took a couple people's phone and I would just, you know, take a whole bunch of pictures, kind of like how I did there. But. These motherfuckers, they started down doing videos and shit, <laughs> like giving classes in the phone, video videotaping with my with my cell phone and shit. And then they have one motherfucker there, he'll take the phone, he'll just take like a thousand pictures nonstop. So you sitting there, you can't select all of them, so you gotta delete each one individually. Just because <laughs> they was doing that shit yesterday. That dude, he was taking pictures of every part of the truck in this dude's cell phone. And then he started taking pictures of all the students. Then he went outside. He started taking pictures of the sky. And he's just holding down the daggone camera button. Just dude had over a thousand pictures in his fucking phone. I'm trying to snipe this dude right now. Oh! Oh! What the? No open casket for you, bitch. Okay. <laughs> he didn't even do anything. He was just sitting here in a car just being chill. I took his life. You playing online or you playing a campaign? I'm playing online. So I guess I have like nine days of online racked up. Yeah, I, I, I can't even remember the last time I played. Uh, what, that's Grand Theft Auto 5? Yeah. Damn, I think I don't even know where I'm at in the story. I just remember the I haven't played the story. You haven't played the story? No. I mean, I did on the 360, but I didn't finish it because online's more fun. Yeah, I'm probably you on uh what Xbox? Yeah. 
Yeah, I might have to get your your tag from you later. Wait, we're already friends. We are? Dog, yeah. Man, I got so many motherfuckers on there. I don't even know who's who. Because, damn, everybody don't do the, um, where you can put your name on there so you can know who it is. Yeah, I don't do that because I have fans from my page that play with me every now and then. Anonymity. Anonymity. <laughs> there's there's people that there's already people that have uh, kind of threatened to like release who I am, kind of thing. So like legit, legit, you don't want nobody to know who you are from your freaking your Facebook page. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 it could get me in trouble later on, because like I I'm not like all into politics and stuff, but I say some shit on there that's not appropriate, of course. Yeah. If if it got out who I was, especially where I am, they're gonna get all butt hurt. Mm-hmm. And what is this Facebook page in question? I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> There's gonna be some stuff I'm gonna to have to ask you to cut out so I could like remain. Or do you have like the option of bleep things out? Yeah, the option of what? Bleep things out, like I cuss. Oh no, cussing is fine. That's okay. No, like how do I word it? You know, in shows when, like on Jerry Springer, there's people on there and they cuss. They add the bleep noise. Yeah, yeah, I could do that. Yeah, I need, I need you. Yeah, I need you to do that. It's certain thing. Okay, I mean, I don't think you've said anything to where we need to bleep it out. Well, where I am, you said where I was. Ah, I've been said that. People are in yeah. you are. <laughs> well, that, 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 because like I, it's, I don't care if people know my job, but if they know where I am, then it's really easy to find out who I am. And if they find out who I am, then they're gonna hit me up. Then I'm gonna be like, hey, shut the fuck up. And they're going to be like, you can't say that to me. And then I got a problem. Okay, I got you. I feel what you're saying. I pick up what you're putting down. I pick things up and put them down. Yes, yeah, I know you, you do that quite vigorously. I've seen it. <laughs> yeah, that sled hurt. All right, so, I mean, what got you into the weightliftings and things like that? Uh, because I was, you knew I was, you know how I was, like, really fat when I was young. Right? Yeah, yeah. So I just don't want to be fat anymore. I'm still trying to get surgery for the skin around my waist, but it's mostly, uh, I mean, I hate running. Like, I, I absolutely hate it. So I got to stay in shape somehow. So, like, lifting shit helps. Especially when, like, it's stress reliever, too. Because when you want to punch someone in the face, it's a lot easier to... Uh, just lift some weights to get rid of the anger than just trying to breathe for me. Yeah, I got you. Uh, the sleds just kind of happened here. I mean, there, when I first started them, like, I could barely push my own body weight. It was just, like, not happening. Now I'm pushing almost, what is it, two, four, two, almost five times my body weight here soon. Yeah, I mean, 900 and... What, 19 pounds or something? Or 12? Uh, 13. Or 9 13. Well, shit, what's the goal? Just to uh, keep going or you got a specific number? Going, uh, my, my New Year's resolution is to push us out. You know what? You, you should uh, try to push 9,000. 
So whenever yeah. you go to nine thousand, <laughs> so whenever you go to nine thousand and one, I can be like, he's over nine thousand. Oh my god! <laughs> I guess it could still work with a thousand. So if you go over a thousand, I was like, he's over a thousand. See, nine thousand yeah, better. <laughs> I started gang attack. Oh god! Oh my god! <laughs> I didn't do anything. I just hit this dude's car and he gets out of his car with a gun. What a what a stand up person. Other than uh, other than Grand Theft Auto Five, what else you playing? Uh, Star Wars Battlefront. I almost have a two point KD on there. Uh, Dragon Age Inquisition. We were trying. They were trying to get me to play Call of Duty Black Ops Three for a little bit, but I absolutely hate it. Yeah, I, I played um, a little bit of. I, I haven't played a. Black Ops game or Modern Warfare game consistently since maybe Black Ops 1, the first one. But after that, it just lost its luster for me. I don't even play that crap no more. I tried to play the new one. I played maybe 30 minutes of the, the game campaign. I tried to play online for a little bit, and it, I just wasn't feeling it. I gave it to my son. I can maybe do the campaign, but it's not like I miss like the World War II shooters. That's what I want to play again. It's just the old... I knew there was a whole bunch of them for a while, but we haven't had anything in a long time. Because yeah, like, everyone's trying to be like Future. futuristic and act like they're Halo or something like that. Which the huge complaint a while ago was, oh, Halo's becoming too much like Call of Duty. Which isn't really a bad thing, because Call of Duty has like multiplayer pretty much down pat, or they did. And now they're uh, trying to add too much like futuristic stuff, and I hate it. Like I miss World War II. I missed World of War. That game was fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, Brothers in Arms. Have you ever played that? Yeah, uh, I had Brothers in Arms Hell's Highway. Yeah, I, I enjoyed that game. Um, that game was... I I felt like that was the best combination of a real-time strategy game and a first-person shooter I'd ever played. Because, uh, I, I don't know... Well, no, it wasn't first-person, was it? Was it third-person or first-person? It was a brothers in arms was a third person because you had to control the whole squad and everything. I think it was. A, That's right. I think it was a little bit of both because I know um, whenever you take cover and everything, it would zoom out to third person so you could see everybody. Yeah. And then whenever That's you would it was. engage, it would go into first person. That's what it was. Yeah, I loved that game. It was like really graphic too. I remember playing the demo over and over. There was this one time I threw a grenade at a guy, and. I didn't notice it until I got up close. I thought it was a glitch, but he was like blown in half. I was like, "Holy shit!" It had a good story. It reminded me of it was like a Saving Private Ryan kind of story. Yeah, it was. But uh, in a game, and it was really good. And they were supposed. I was hoping they would come out with another one, but it's almost been like ten years. Not ten years. But it's been a while. Well, yeah. I don't think they're ever come out with it. What the, what uh here is they working on one. Because um, I listen to a lot of, um, was it, uh, Xbox and the PlayStation podcast from IG- IGN. And um, yeah. they was talking about it, that they was um, working on one. So I don't know when the hell that'll be out. But when it does come out, I'm going to get that shit. Well, I remember like 2009, they were looking at making one. And it was like really goofy looking. Yeah. Like it didn't really look like a real, it, didn't, it was like, it wasn't like the Brothers and Arms they had before, fighting me. And I remember at the end of the Brothers in Arms, they were talking about maybe having um, 
them fighting like the winter. And I was like, oh, that's gonna be sick. Oh, hey, yeah, the snow and shit. It'd be like, um, yeah, if they do that, then I'll buy it. But if it's the goofy one they were talking about, I don't think I'm gonna get it. Yeah, that'll almost be like uh, that uh, miniseries, uh, Band of Brothers, when it was out in the snow and all the other shit. Exactly. Goddamn, uh, I think the best Call of Duty game that I ever played was either, I think it was Call of Duty 2. And that was like, that's what got me into first-person shooters was that game, other than SOCOM. That was way back on, uh, I think that was PlayStation 2, maybe? My brother had that. Yeah, I, I mean, SOCOM 2 is what brought me on to online gaming and everything. Because I can remember, because we used to get the two-hour lunch breaks and shit, right? I would drive all the way from Lejeune and <laughs> into base housing. Like, I, I lived on the far end. During my lunch break, so I can go home and play SOCOM for the chow, then go back to work. <laughs> oh, that's old. That's old school. Hell yeah. So you probably what in middle school? <laughs> I was in elementary school. Ha! Age gap. I was born in 1994. All right, so you was born in 94. In 94, I was in middle school. I remember we were talking about uh, before you left. We were talking about uh, 9/11. I forget what started the conversation. Yeah, but um, you, yeah, because you showed you, me where you were. Yeah, and you was talking about um, you was in elementary school or some shit, and people. Yeah, were I was in second out. grade when it happened. And people were freaking out and shit in school, and you was like, "What the fuck going on?" <laughs> Yeah, because all the grown-ups were, like, acting weird. All the kids were, like, confused. Kids were going home early. Uh, my mom tried to call and get us out of school early. And, like, the cell phone network crashed because everyone was using it. That was really bad. Yeah, because, I mean... And I really didn't understand the scale of what happened until high school, probably. Yeah, because, I mean, for me... I was already in the Marine Corps when that shit went down. I was in um, Lejeune. And I, what I was probably, at this point, I was, I think, 19 years old. Yeah, so we was just in the motor pool working. Somebody was like, hey, man, they hit the towels. I was like, hit the towels? What the fuck are you talking about? Then they got us information, told us what was going down. And I was like, ugh. Okay, so this is the thing. <laughs> yeah. So Here we go. I went home and I was like, uh, I might die. So that's how my son was born. <laughs> oh my God. No shit. I, it's, honest to God, it's truth, man. That's how my son was born. I thought I was going to die. I already had my, my oldest one, which is uh, my oldest one is a girl. And I wanted a son. And I was like, hey, man, I think I'm going to die. So uh, let's try to knock this kid out before I leave. <laughs> so got her pregnant went through all the workups and everything and um he, he was born and i got to spend 12 days with him before i deployed to go to iraq my uh hang on someone's back my door punch him in the face okay i'm back guess who's back back again he, he was the one that decided that i had to attack this guy that was way out of my league in the war <laughs> Did you punch him in the plan. He's like, yeah, you have to attack this one guy that's like 30 levels higher than you because you're the only one that can. 
no, I can't. That's not how life works. Did you punch him in the shit? No, I didn't. So I had to get back to the podcast. Oh, okay. I want to make. I want. I want to know if they make like a cranberry pie. Cranberry? Yeah. I don't know, but um, you saying it make me want it now. Yeah, I know. It sounds like it's amazing, but doesn't it? Yes. I mean, because they got uh, what? Yeah. I don't know. They should. I don't see why not. It's a berry. They got blueberry pie. Yeah. yeah. Cranberries. That's my favorite thing about my favorite uh, holiday is uh, Thanksgiving. Because everyone's like, oh, Christmas is the greatest. I like Thanksgiving more. Because You're fucking right. Because you, you get to eat your presents. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And with Christmas, it's like, the, normally with most people, the families don't get together. It's like your little family unit that you have. Like your close, like immediate family gets together. With Thanksgiving, it's like people from flying across the country to see each other or whatever. And that's the kind of stuff I like. Yeah. That's why I like Thanksgiving because it's like a family reunion every year. Yeah, I can see that. And it's, it's less about gifts, and it's more about actually being next to one another and food, which is all that you need in life. And uh, you get to eat your presents. And I get to eat my presents. <laughs> favorite heavy. Fa- favorite Thanksgiving dish? What's mine? Yes. Oh, God. Uh... Anything with sweet potatoes or pumpkin pie? Yes, I can dig it. I think um, mine would be rice dressing. Rice dressing? I've not had that. Well, you never had rice dressing? No. I mean, they might call it something else. Uh, fucking, I don't know. But it's rice and meats. And it's almost, I don't know what to compare it to, but it's, it's fucking delicious. So next time you have a Thanksgiving, tell motherfucker to make you some uh, rice dressing. Is it like a southern thing? Say what? Is it like a southern thing? I don't know. Um, that's what we call it. I mean, it might be called something else somewhere else, but a rice pudding or some shit like that. I don't know. I think I've had rice pudding, but I don't think there's meat in it. Yeah. I'm just going to say something real quick. I'm playing Grand Theft Auto, and I'm flying a C-130, and there's helicopters keeping up with me. I have issues with it. So... C-130 rolled down the strip? I mean, I did, and I just got shot at a lot. <laughs> you can do a barrel roll in these things, and it's terrifying. I know. I, I need to get back on it. I haven't played it in such a long time. It's a good game just to play just like the, like right now. I was trying to play Dragon Age Inquisition and talk to you at the same time, and that wasn't happening. No, because, I mean, there's a lot of dialogue in that. So, yeah, there's a lot of. Uh, I guess there's like, I looked it up. There's over seven hundred thousand lines of dialogue in that game. For Dragon Age. Yeah. And why? Why, why is this something for you to look up? Because <laughs> I was on YouTube and they had a. Uh, it's called Fast Facts. Yeah. It's like, lore for different video games, and they had Fast Facts for Dragon Age, and they said, there's like seven hundred thousand lines of dialogue, in uh. Dragon Age Inquisition, and I think, I forget which novel it was, it might have been the longest novel for the Game of Thrones series, but that only has like 500,000. Shit. You see, and this is the thing, who the fuck sits down and goes line by line and counts all that shit? I don't know. 
Because I can understand with a book. Because, I mean, if you do that shit on um, goddamn Microsoft Word or whatever, I mean, you get the word count and all kind of stuff like that. But a fucking well, it's video. It's the same thing for a game. Because they have to have, like, the script and everything. True. True indeed. True indeed. Ah. Valid point, sir. Because, like, I'm going to be on. I wouldn't count all that. Fuck no. <laughs> I mean, you have to pay me a lot of money. And I, I wouldn't get it to you anytime soon. Yes, seven hundred thousand words, lines of dialogue. Well, not words, but dialogue. I mean, shit. Have you heard about this? Uh, I guess the FBI is trying to get Apple to create a backdoor into their phones. Oh yeah, play that porno music, get that backdoor action. And it's not not that, no. but like <laughs> they're trying to they're trying to make them make backdoor software. So that they can uh, hack this dude's phone. Yeah. That dude from uh, God, that I don't even know that one shooting a couple months ago. I think yeah. it was Kalamazoo or some shit like that. Yeah, it's bad that there's been so many shootings in the last decade that they all just kind of blur. I know it's a fucking uh, virus, man. One happens, then another one happens, and then one happens, and another one happens. I don't really think there's anything we could do to stop it either. Uh, I mean, you can enforce the gun control, or you can take. But the then that's yeah. I mean, that's can, another can of worms. Yeah, I mean, you can take the guns away, but there's nothing stopping them from getting it illegally. And then if you yeah. take all the guns away, I mean, how are motherfuckers gonna protect themselves? And then at the right. same time, you give all the motherfuckers the guns they want, then people just be shooting people on principle. Be like, ah, he looked at me funny. Pow. Exactly. <laughs> I I really wish I was like born after all this shit was going on, like after everyone figured all their stuff out. These growing pains are ridiculous. Yeah, because I mean we're trying to figure out who we are as a society again, and like I know like lots of people feel like the United States is about to crumble, but I feel like they felt that way in the sixties during the Cold War too. Every generation has their moment where they're just like, what the fuck are we doing? I think that's ours right now. It's just, it's a, to me, it's a bit ridiculous right now, especially with this election cycle. It's all a joke. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fucking Donald Trump, dog. <laughs> you know he's going to win, right? I'm, you know what? As long as it's not Hillary Clinton. <laughs> so what's your issue I'll with tolerate, that? I'll tolerate anyone else, I think. So what's your issue with Hillary? I just, I just don't trust her. I mean, I really don't know much about her political views, which they probably all don't align to me that much. Because I was raised Democrat. Then I got into the military and watched things from a different perspective. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go with... I'm not necessarily Republican. I guess I would say I'm independent, but the Republicans usually align with the military more than Democrats do. So I got to decide who... I got to side with who's on my side most of the time. Yeah, I understand. Um, but, like, when she was talking about, my biggest thing is, like, everyone's tired of talking about the uh, email fiasco with her. Yes. And, like, I'm not, because if I released a whole bunch of secret emails, my career would be over. I wouldn't be able to get a job anywhere. And this and she's like trying to be the president right now. now, right? <laughs> and it's not, like, one or two. It's, like, thousands upon thousands secret classified 
a false top secret email. So, I mean, if she is elected for some odd reason, you know there's only going to be one benefit from it, right? No one would fuck with us every uh, week of, like, one week out of every month or some shit. Uh, no, not that, but I see where you're going, dirty motherfucker. Now nah, we get Bill Clinton back in the White House. <laughs> well, I just watched a YouTube video. Uh, it was shared by awesome shit my drill sergeant said, where uh, this he was a sergeant in the Marine Corps. He was talking to Bill Clinton, and Bill Clinton basically tells him to shut up and listen. Which I I didn't watch the whole thing. I watched bits and pieces, and I had to watch it again to see what was going on. Because the sergeant's argument, I really didn't understand that much. I was trying to see what he was saying, but it, it just Bill Clinton's like, "Shut up and listen." His mind, and then like when the sergeant was let out by law enforcement, the uh, Bill Clinton's like, "Oh, his mind's been poisoned." Like, what do you mean he's been poisoned? He's asking legitimate questions. Like he, but back to her talking about the email thing like i watched there was an interview a couple months back where there's this reporter like hey did you release the emails or didn't you and she's like what do you mean he's like what do you mean what do i mean did you release the emails or didn't you it's a straightforward question and she's like skating across it he was like really it made my skin crawl watching that i just didn't understand like i don't understand how people are okay with that yeah, I think this was probably a bad time for her to do it, to, I mean, at least run for president. I mean, last year, oh wait, not last year, but, you know, the last election, I don't, was she even in the running last time? Uh, yeah, she was going against, no, no, not last election, but 2008, she was going against uh, now President Obama. Yeah, so I think she probably should have skipped this one and go for the next one, especially with all this shit going on. But then at the same time, she old as fuck, so she probably thought this was it or bust. <laughs> I mean, hell, I just don't want her in the White House. Like, if she can lie that openly on television. Yeah. I just, you know, her husband did too, let's be fair. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, that was of a different ilk, though. I mean, that wasn't a matter of national security. That was a matter. That was a matter of him. Uh, no, it wasn't. But getting his like, rocks I, off. <laughs> I feel like every politician lies. Yeah. Everyone has to get to that level. But I mean, I think a lot of what made people mad about Bill Clinton was, uh, I mean, he sat there and told everyone in the United States to their face, "I, I didn't, I didn't have sex with this chick." And we're like, okay, we trust you, Bill Clinton. And then it turns out he did. Like, fuck you. <laughs> Lie to my face. Yeah. Asshole. Uh-uh-uh. That was some crazy times. Goddamn. You got any little ladies running around now? Uh, no, I do not. Nobody loves me. What's <laughs> what happened with the last thing, man? Just, uh... After after what I did, yeah. it was just uh, hard. It was just weird after that, right? Yeah, cause like she was a little distant. We're not little, really. It was kind of like I asked her, like, "What do you What do you want me to do?" Like, cause I apologize for what I did, I as I should have. Uh, and she was still distant. There was there, there was nothing I could do to like make it better. Yeah. So I couldn't really 
There was no point in being in the relationship anymore. All it was doing was making me feel like shit. Yeah. I, I was the reason that it was that way. It wasn't her, it was me. There was nothing I could do to make it better, so. Had to let it go. Yep. I still feel like shit the way I had to do it, too. I had to break up with tech. Yeah. Hey. I go, oh, God, I'm about to die. Okay. Uh, if I had gone to that house yeah. to break up with it, I would have been shot. Probably. You know, yeah. Please. Yeah, because I, I know the circumstances around it, so. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, but- I didn't want to do it like that. I wanted to do it in person, but... Things escalated beyond what I was ready for, and yeah, it went from zero to a hundred. It wasn't a possibility quick. anymore. Yeah. Ah well. Well, I mean, is, you're not with nobody now because you ain't ready for all that, or what's up? Uh, I don't know if I should be in one right now. I mean. Yeah, I mean, that'll kind of throw you off your game. You won't even hit that thousand mark. You'd be trying to worry about lifting some poontang rather than some weights. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, like, if I'm, hang on, I just killed my friend. <laughs> uh, he was trying to be a friend and let me in his helicopter. Silly. He made a mistake trusting me. Get out, asshole. Mine now. Um... Yeah, I, just, I mean, if it happens, it happens. That's kind of what I'm taking. I'm taking it. Like, if a relationship happens, it happens. If it doesn't, then... Oh, well. It does. You still have your weights? I still have my weights. And your Grand Theft Auto? I mean, you never know. Maybe one day they'll create a sentient weight set, and I can marry that. Yeah. I can dig it. <laughs> All right. I've, I've seen it, I guess, at the ground floor level, right? Yeah. So uh, I know whenever we worked together and whatnot, you were uh, freaking doing a little bit of the doodly doodles, and I thought they were weird. As yeah, shit. <laughs> they were weird as shit. So I mean, yeah, they were. <laughs> oh God, I shared some of those a while back. I found some of those, my older ones, and I was like, "What the fuck?" I still got the um, the book you made. Oh yeah, that was like my favorite for a while. I went all out on that one. Yeah, because um, uh, I was looking through um, one of my old trunks or whatever that I have some of my memorabilia in, and the baby was digging in there, too, and she found um, the binder. She's like, Daddy, what's this? And it had the fireball on the front. Yeah. <laughs> and um, we opened it up in the back, and it had, like, a little family portrait of everybody that we worked with in the back. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so I was pointing out, I was like, hey, this is him, and this is her, and all this stuff. So it was pretty cool. My wife still remember you. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, she's like to tell you hi. So hey. Hi. Yeah. So I mean, you you doodle. So I mean, how long have you been drawing? I mean, would you even uh, call that drawing? <laughs> I mean, can you draw anything? Other, I said, would you even call that drawing? I mean, can you draw anything beyond? I call it doodling. People say, "Oh, you're an artist." Like I draw fucking stick figures. I don't know what you've seen. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, uh, I've been drawing for as long as I can remember. I was just never as good. And I'm still not good. That's why I draw stick figures. <laughs> nah, I've seen some of the other stuff you did. I mean, didn't you draw your tattoos or whatever? Uh, not really. I had some concept for my tattoos. I'm just not 
Because, like, I have in my mind what I want to draw. I'm just not at the level where some people are. Like, if you've ever been on DeviantArt.com. Or they, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's some great I don't know how they do it. I think they're just my – I think Jesus was reincarnated just probably multiple times. He's one of those people. <laughs> that's a way to Fucking it. ridiculous. Yeah, because um, like on Instagram, I follow a World of Pencil and other art pages and whatever. And it's just fucking amazing what these people can do with a pencil or a goddamn <laughs> a magic marker or some shit like that. They make it look like it was uh, taken with a camera or something. Yeah, I'm sitting here drawing shit with the fucking pencil with the stick figure. Um, what was it? Um, yeah, I've been drawing for as long as I remember. What started like my comic was, uh, you've probably seen Cyanide and Happiness, right? Yeah, 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 because that's what it reminded me of, because I, I can remember yeah. uh, telling so you to try to make your own characters and shit. My sister showed me those one summer before the sixth, before sixth grade started. We had our computer, and she's like, look at these, these are funny. And I thought they were the greatest, because I've been drawing stick figures forever. But they, could, they didn't, like, show as much... Uh, Emotions. Expression, yeah, emotion. As cyanide and happiness did. And so I adopted their style. And over time, I've just made my, not own, because I've adopted a lot of other people's stuff. Because I would go on deviantart.com and like look at how people draw certain faces. There's this one person where you probably find them on there. But they would take eggs and like draw faces on the eggs and do funny things with the eggs where like one would be broken, the one next to it would be crying or some shit. Yeah. And so. I just went on there, practiced drawing faces, and over time I just got to where I am now. Um, and it started, like, when I really started the, the comics was at my lunch table in high school. I would, like, draw a comic, and every day I'd have one ready at the lunch table. And just, like, watching their reactions to certain things. Like, they were all, like, I have one that my friend gave me. But no one would understand it if I showed it to you all, because it's, it's an inside joke. Yeah. It's uh, it's like something that was funny to us. When they read it, they lost their shit. But if I showed it to you all, you'd be like, what? What is this? This is stupid. Uh, like it was, I think one was about Manor Puss. If you, if you watch the Super Bowl, I think in 2009, Denny's had a commercial with a banana on top of a stack of pancakes. And it was like split, so it had eight parts. And it was called Manor Puss. And it had googly eyes and a mustache. And the jingle just goes, you could call me Nanderpuss, Nanderpuss. And guess what? I like pancakes. And that was the end of the commercial. What the and we thought that was the greatest fucking thing in the world. I'm going to have to look that up. <laughs> yeah. We thought it was the greatest thing in the world. And so we had a whole bunch of inside jokes. Like, what would you do if you woke up and Nanderpuss was standing over you in your bed? It's like a giant-ass banana octopus staring at you. Like, I don't know what I would do. I'd probably try. <laughs> hey, and see, and there was like a... See, would yeah. Would you, you talking about <laughs> that? Uh, that remind me of the the one comic that you drew with uh, the kid in the bed and the uh, green weenie coming there? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that was like one of my most frustrating ones because I did that forever ago. And I remember doing that. And I wrote my name at the bottom of the page. And that's been stolen more than any of my other stuff. Yeah, because um, I've seen some of the stuff that got jacked or whatever, and it's weird because I was there for a lot of the ones that you drew in the beginning. So for me to see that somewhere else, I'm like, "Hey, motherfucker, you didn't draw that." <laughs> yeah, 
I'm happy I'm copywritten now, so I could like get pages taken down. What? Yeah, I'm copywritten. Shit. Well, look at you. <laughs> well, shit, man. I mean, I just got I'm gonna have to hire uh, people. We're gonna take to, my shit. We're gonna have to do something to where you sign my shit. I have some original sketch artwork. Yeah, I'm tired of people taking my shit. Fucking. Oh, I. Oh, I don't know who owns it. I don't know. Frustrating. Some of these pages are a lot bigger than me. Yeah. And they. Uh, they actually make money off of what they do. And they share my stuff about. Like all I want is for you to like you, tag me in the post. Like share the original post instead of sharing a picture and putting me in the description. Yeah, yeah. No one. No one looks at the description like ever. No. They look at. The post where it was coming from, and they don't do that, and it's like frustrating because I—not that I worked hard on it, but I made it. I did it, so don't act like you did. Yeah. Well, I remember. Um, do you still do the the clay figures and everything? I have some clay, but I really don't do it anymore. Because I mean, that could be a. Something that you can add to it. You can make some little clay figures and kind of like do strips or something around that. It's too much work. It's way too much work. I'm lazy. <laughs> Apparently, you ain't <laughs> lazy enough to where you're not going to fucking push around 900-pound sled carts and shit. That's, that's a different kind of lazy. <laughs> that's different. I'm lazy in the fact that, like, I think about doing something, and I start to try to do it for a little bit. It doesn't go well, so I'm just like, fuck it. Well, let's see. I mean... That's kind of where we are today. That's why we're doing the podcast. It's something that I wanted yeah. to do, and now I'm doing it, and I'm trying to keep it up because, I mean, it's been a couple – because I try to record every Saturday or Sunday, and now it gets to some points where I'm like, I don't feel like doing this shit. But, you know, I figure if I quit, you know, I'm not only doing a disservice to the people that do listen – that I'm doing a disservice to myself because, I mean, I'm letting procrastination take over me. That's what I have my problem with the page. Because, like, there's been times where I wonder if I even want to keep it going. Yeah. There's been a lot of times where I just thought about stopping. And it's fun, but, like, how, how long am I actually going to be able to keep it up is the thing. Like, I'm going to have to stop at some point because... I'm going to be potentially, I don't know, a sergeant or a staff sergeant or something like that. And I don't know if I'm going to have time to, like, sit there and draw something. Like, it, it might seem simple, but I take a lot of time on my stuff for some reason. I just sit there forever. So I get really OCD with how circular the faces are and everything. I mean, I can't be doing that forever. And it's depressing to think about because, like, I, I'm not going to be able to do it forever. You I mean, I, I'm not gonna be able to keep it up, unfortunately. You ever thought of him about bringing anybody in to help? I have, but I've watched other Facebook pages fall because of that. Um, I like just having me because there's some pages where one admin posts some stupid shit and the page gets taken down. And that admin was told before not to do something like that, and they did it anyway. And everyone has to suffer because of what that guy did. Okay, I got you. I mean, I I got it's just me too on my Facebook page. I mean, and, but I'm not really doing anything of substance on there. I got the Twitter account linked to it, so whatever I put on Twitter pops up on the Facebook page. And then what you might have noticed, 
from my personal page to my podcast Facebook page, a lot of the shit that I would post on my personal account, it's all yeah. on the daggone Facebook page now because damn, <laughs> you know, that's all I really do is put funny ass videos and shit like that. Yeah, I have noticed that. So, yeah. So, I don't mean, I don't even know what I have a Facebook page for because it's only me posting shit on there. But I guess, I mean, the people who do listen, my hope is to damn for them to be able to come to it one day and have some way to share information or if they're trying to talk to me about anything or they want to get on the show, plug something or anything like that, they had that means to reach me that way as well. So, I mean, that's why yeah, I that's said it up for. Yeah. You get messages. So it's cool. you, you, have you seen that yet? Say what now? Have, have, have you seen that yet where your page could get direct messages? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, I'm working with some uh, uh, wrestling federation down here in Missouri. <laughs> oh! So I damn... I'm like an admin on their page and everything, so um, I run their Twitter account and all that other stuff. So whenever they put something on the Facebook page, I pretty much copy paste it, bring it over to Twitter, and I put it out there for the Twitterverse, as people call it, if they still call it that. <laughs> so yeah, I've been doing some wrestling stuffs. I mean, yeah. you were—I remember being in the vehicle with you and you listening to wrestling podcasts all the time. Oh yeah. I still do, though. I mean, that's kind of those podcasts are kind of what inspired me to do what we're doing right now. Because <laughs> I mean, I like my, uh, I like listening to everybody talking and everything. And I'm like, why can't I do that? I mean, I enjoy it, and it seemed like something I could do. So why don't I try it as well? To me, it's like a talk show radio. Yeah, and like some people down it, and I don't understand why they do. Because that's exactly what it is to me. It's like some people listen to talk show radios. Same thing, except... It's on the internet. Yeah, it's on the internet. And I think this is way more accessible than what do you hear on the radio. Because, I mean... I think it is. I mean, except in North Carolina, my favorite thing to listen to was uh, Tommy and Corby in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. But, I mean, it's interesting. And there's so many different ways you can do it. Because, like, uh, last night, they had some guys... They got apps for this shit. You can do it straight from your phone. Because they had some uh, guys last night that was doing some wrestling talk. All they had to do was hit the live play button. And damn, they was live podcasting from their phone or their laptop or whatever. Just like that. Push of a button. Really? Yeah, it's it's fucking crazy, man. Because, I mean, with a radio station, let's just say, all right. Let's just put the, the simple factors into it. All right. You got to get a broadcasting signal. Okay, cool. Then you got to have a place to dag on, set up all the equipment and work out of. And then you got to get sponsors. You got to pay the rent on the building or wherever you are and all this other crazy shit. This right here, I just plug in my laptop, call you on Skype, press the record button, and there we go. <laughs> and then the whole fucking world can hear the shit. You think radio's going to go away? I don't know. I mean, because it's, I mean, it's a business. I mean, people put money into it as to where podcasting, I mean, people make revenue off of it, but it's essentially free. I'm doing all this for free right now. But, I mean, as long as radio, they have sponsors and um, all kind of other shit, I don't think it'll go away 
yet, at least. I think we have a couple of years, a couple of decades, maybe. Yeah, probably. Because, I mean, I don't know. I don't think we'd be around in a couple of decades because, you know, we're going to rely on all this technology and then Skynet going to take over and that'll be it. <laughs> that shit's going to suck so bad. It'll be either like. That's why. It'd either be that's like why Terminator I think I'm or the Every time I get something out of it. You do what? <laughs> I think my microwave every time I get something out of it, just so I have that like uh, okay. those positive RP points. Oh, okay, I got you. <laughs> so like, when Skynet comes down and like start fucking everybody up, my microwave's like, no, he's cool. I'm like, yeah. So he cleans my tray. <laughs> he cleans. My, he cares. He's not like the rest of them. Be like, ding! Thank you, thank you for these hot pockets. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Small service, small thing to ask. Oh, what are you going, bitch? Come here. Let me in them cheeks. Okay, he did. See, so, so you got me going. You got me rethinking my strategies now. As in uh, reference to electronics and everything, I'm gonna have to start rubbing yeah. my, rubbing my laptop and everything with uh. Right here. <laughs> start rubbing my laptop down with the electronic oils and shit. <laughs> Don't kill my family. Please remember. Were you there when I got my random, random? Were you there when I got my real big first Facebook war with the Coast Guard page? Oh, yeah, I was there. <laughs> Fucking, they post, there's this one dude that posted a picture of a girl pooping on a piece of bread. What? <laughs> you don't remember that? She was pooping on a piece of bread. Yes, it was so like intriguing. Like, was this a drawing or was this live action? It was real. It was like real. Like there was a hot dog on a piece of bread, like poor people do, right? Yeah, yeah. And then there was, it was on a table, and then there was this girl, and this guy was holding a, another piece of bread under her butthole, and this huge turd was coming out of her butt onto the piece of bread. Oh, I don't remember this. <laughs> it, it, it looked like chili. Oh, man. Come on, dog. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that so well. It's like I was strolling down. I wasn't disgusted. I was just like, huh. So that's how it works. <laughs> yeah. So, that's... so poop does come out of there. Oh, man. <laughs> what? It's fucking disgusting, dog. It's so disgusting. It's I mean, so funny, though. Well, damn. Uh... Like, they had to mess- they messaged me, and they're like, please stop. Please stop your people. They put, oh, man, that's horrible. Because uh, what, what else? I've got a lot more messages, though, with other pages, because I'm just tired of people, like, trying to bully me. Take down my shit, or I take down your page. Yeah. Cause it, what what you got? What you call you following the minions, right? Yeah, I'm a minions man. And they just fucking bombard people pages and shit. My minions are crazy. I love my minions. My minions are crazier than I am. It's fucking glorious. <laughs> Except for this one time, this one dude. I don't know who it was. He sent me a whole bunch of pictures of like aborted fetuses and stuff. I'm like, oh, that's cool, man. Yeah. Oh. I, oh, speaking I like of. That. This is a weird. Huh? This is a weird segue. But speaking of aborted fetuses, yeah. What the hell? 
Oh yeah, they dodge coat hangers, huh? Oh uh, yeah, they dodge coat hangers. But when you said aborted fetuses, all right, tattoos, right? Yeah. He's like, uh, we was uh, screening them they tattoos, see if they had any vulgar or any, you know, any crazy things or whatever, right? He was hesitant to show us. So it was like, let us see. Lift up his shirt and shit, right? This motherfucker had skeletons. It was it, like every character was a skeleton. And it was uh, baby skeletons hanging from nooses. And it was a skeleton on the table aborting a skeleton fetus. And all kind of crazy shit. What the fuck? That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> what? Why? I don't know. That boy ain't right. <laughs> like, I mean, that's funny in the way that, like, I can see seeing that on the internet and reading it and laughing. But it's weird in the fact that that's on your body permanently. Yes. Was it visible? No, it was on his back. So it was like under his clothes and shit, so nobody would ever see it. Unless he what? unless he get fucked up one day and he had to go to medical and they <laughs> roll him over and they'd be like, What the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> oh, speaking of that, when I went to the fucking hospital, they took off all my clothes. Oh yeah. Like Bone chicken bow, wow. Like my favorite pants, like my favorite like multicolored shorts, they were all torn up. They had to cut them off. Was well, okay. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, God damn it. I said, I don't think your clothes had anything to do with what was going on with you. <laughs> Why? <laughs> they were innocent in this. Sorry. R.I.P. Multiple color pants. I guess I punched uh, Dunny in the face really hard, too. Hey, did you apo- at least you apologized, right? <laughs> Yeah, I apologized. To, I didn't know. Like, they told me later that I punched him in the face. I was like, what? <laughs> They're like, yeah, he was trying to wrestle you, and you punched him in the face. I was like, what the hell? I was, like, unconscious, I guess. I don't remember any of that. That's almost been uh, here in the next couple days. Uh, next month, it's going to be two years. Yeah, I know. It's, pro- it's probably about the same amount of time that I've been gone. Yeah? Because I left not too long after that. Yeah, you did. 2014 flew by. Yes, it did. I kind of daggone um, wondering if I want to go back there and see if my shoes are still around. <laughs> I don't know if I want to go back there. Just because... Ain't nobody there, really, so... Yeah. I'd go back to see Mom. Yeah, because they live there, so... Yeah. They're just about everyone else. I mean, I might go back to see my friends that are still there, like the crew, but... I don't think I have ever, 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 ever have a reason to go back to that place. I don't like that place. See, I mean, that, my whole thing is, is like, I didn't mind it, but it wasn't a good place for my family. Like, me personally... I don't mind. Yeah, me personally, I don't, I don't, I don't have a yeah. problem with going anywhere, because, I mean... Everywhere I'm going to go is going to have a motherfucking Walmart and a Taco Bell anyway. So that's all I really need. (laughs) But my family and shit, I mean, it it was hard on them. My wife couldn't find a fucking job. I mean, it's not because she wasn't actively looking. It's just like they they didn't have any jobs out there. And then it just kind of sucked for the kids because that place was just a swamp full of humanity and everything. So, I mean, we couldn't really get out and do anything 
around there. Yay. So I leave there and I come I, to Podunk, Missouri, where they ain't got shit here either. <laughs> did, she, did she find a job out there? Yeah, yeah. That was the only been that was the only good thing about it. She found a job here. I didn't mind the bass that much because I learned it like the back of my hand. And all I do really is work out, play Xbox, so I don't really have any other worries. But what I didn't like was the uh, people really, yeah, fuck like me. mentality there, which is shitty. Like I remember trying to correct people for shit, and then they were just like, "Oh, fuck you! I, I can't do anything about it." They're sitting there talking about. Oh, to be a good NCO, you gotta correct people all the time. Blah, 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 blah. But as soon as fucking you correct someone and they say no, there's nothing you can do about it. But once you step out of your bounds, you get in trouble. Yeah. So I just learned that I'm just not gonna. It sucks, but I just can't really correct people anymore. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's a broken system. But to me, if they really cared about it, they would, uh, they would have the people in the stores be able to kick people out. Because they can't really say anything to civilians, but if they do, they get in more trouble. I have my friend trying to crash into me with another plane right now. Man, that, uh, that Grand Theft Auto shit. I, I see all these YouTube videos for that jump, man, and it's just... They'd be doing some crazy shit on there. You, have you seen the video to where the dude was... Um, I, I think he was riding the motorcycles through the mountains and shit. And then he got so much uh, hang time or whatever that he flew into a f- back of a fucking airplane. No. Yeah, you need to l- try to look that shit up. He was riding his motorcycle through the mountains. It was just like a series of uh, hills or whatever. And he, every hill he would get more hang time. And he would come down into another one. And he would go up and get more hang time. And he did it enough to where on the last jump he went up in the air. And he was up. he was going up so high that he flew into the back of an airplane. On a motorcycle. What the hell? Then they had the one guy that, um, I guess, you know, they got the little stunt tracks or whatever. He went up a stunt track on a motorcycle, landed on top of a F-16, pulled the driver out, the, um, the pilot out of the plane, shot another plane down, and then jumped out while the other plane blew up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know how people do some of this shit. I could barely, like... I could barely run Function. in a straight line and shoot. <laughs> yeah, some people are crazy. But um, what, what 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 made you start the Facebook page? So it started with uh, me drawing that one Blue Falcon comic. And I remember that. <laughs> I yeah, was- the one you showed. Oh God, I let's get let I'm gonna tell that story real quick. That one was ridiculous. Yeah, that shit was funny as fuck. So. I was known for like drawing and like doodles and shit, obviously. And I had a book, like one of those log books, full of them. And my gunny thought it'd be funny to show it to the sergeant major when the sergeant major was walking through our office. And I'm just like, fuck oh, my yeah, life. Yeah, I'm sitting there day. like waiting to get my ass chewed for some of them. Some of them, like they're vulgar. They're like my comics. Yep. And then fucking, he gets to the one regarding the Joker uh. and fucking dick basically like do you want to know how i got these scars and sergeant major read it and you took out your cat card and just walked out of the office just left me there i was like are you fucking serious i was like 
felt so fucking betrayed by you. Oh man, I did. I did not want any parts of any of that shit, man. <laughs> leaving me there. Uh, the, the only thing that happened out of that was Sergeant Major just looking at me and going, "You're weird." Yeah, because dog. No, but because because Sergeant Major. Fucking, so you so you know Sergeant Major is a fucking nut, dog. Yeah. And um, he was just sitting there, and I was like. I'm listening to him read the comics. And I'm like, ha ha ha, laughing in my head because I done seen these things a hundred times already. So I kind of <laughs> already knew in the book like what order they fell in. So when he read like the one that was right before the Joker one, I was like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. Uh, I gotta use the head. Pull my ID card. I'm not just left there. <laughs> oh man. But the blue, the blue Falcon one, I sent that to the page that existed a while back called Blue Falcon Actual. Yeah, I remember that. I sent that to them. They asked me, hey, do I want to be an admin of their page? I'm like, yeah, cool, yeah, woo! So I was on there for a while. And then Violator talked me into uh, having my own page. And here I am, basically. The blue Falcon Actual, you can't find him anymore because they're gone. Like, what, ha- what happened? Um... One dude posted something about a guy raping somebody. Oh, okay. That may or may not have happened, which is not for me to say. Like, posted it, and yeah, that kind of got that shit. Down. I guess it got taken down, and I left way before that because they were talking about it for a while, and I wanted no part of that. So, so they're gone. Like, they don't exist anymore. All them because that. When I was still a part of the page, they were still relatively active. But when I have to go to Sketches World, no one had done anything in months. So you was the life's blood Only thing that I was, page. Yeah. Because everyone, like, I mean, people have lives. They don't really... I mean, it sucks keeping up with pages. And that's another thing is, like, what I've noticed is people ask me to share their pages. There's nothing really special about them, unfortunately. Because everyone's just a carbon copy of JTOC a lot of the time. Like, like, what's the difference between you and Evan Wolf or Jacob? Like, yeah. what makes you different from those pages? Yeah. See, and that's the that's the thing that um, other than what I told you earlier about you know having a means for people to reach out to me and all kind of stuff like that. I mean, I don't know what to put on the fucking Facebook page. I think um, the only thing that I like about having it is that my Twitter feed for the show directly goes into the Facebook page because I'm always on Twitter. So if I damn, if I post anything on Twitter with that account, it automatically populates on the Facebook page so people can see that. But I mean, all it is with the uh, the Twitter account as well is other people that have podcasts that, you know, follow me and everything. And now when they post the episode, you know, I return the favor, I, you know, hey, this episode is out for this show. And whenever I put an episode out, they'd be like, hey, this episode is out. You know, you know, it's kind of like a uh, mutual thing. So, I mean, but I don't, I'm not putting nothing thought-provoking on there. It's just like I said, it's all the bullshit that I used to put on my personal account wind up on my daggone Facebook pe- the group page. <laughs> oh, God. Well, hey, well, I mean, I think a page for your podcast is good. Because podcasts, I think, are a little different than pages because each person because like you get more of a personality through podcasts than you do a page yeah like with me i doodle and stuff so that makes me a little different than 
Yeah, you're putting out visual. A lot of the other guys out there. Well, goddamn, did you but, fall over again? <laughs> huh? I said, did you fall over again? Yeah, I I, I got to my fridge. But like uh, with a podcast, you could be like more, uh, you could get their personality more. You get to know the person a little better because you hear them all the time. I guarantee it's like when people listen to this and they hear me, they're like, I didn't expect to like talk like that. You know, yeah. Because like um, with podcasting, you all you do is hear these people's voices and everything. And unless they got a Facebook page where they have the, a picture of themselves. Because like I listen to a lot of wrestling podcasts, like you were saying before. And, you know, I listen to Kevin Smith and all these other people. I know who Kevin Smith is because he's a fucking film director. He's always on the goddamn TV. But these people that do these podcasts, all I know them by is a voice. So when I actually see these people, it's just like you said. I didn't expect that voice to come out of that body, you know? <laughs> yep. Exactly. So, I mean, yeah, it's weird. I, when I started playing with people on Xbox, like my fans, they're like, I think you, I thought you'd sound different. I'm like, well, fuck you too. <laughs> well, how the fuck I'm supposed Asshole. to sound, right? Yeah, how the fuck am I supposed to sound? I was expecting more of a Darth Vader voice. Who the fuck sounds like Darth Vader? Besides James Gerald Jones. <laughs> and this oh. is CNN. <laughs> Simba. Everything the light touches would be yours. I, I hate CNN. I really do. Like, I used to like them when I was younger. Now I watch it. It's just like a whole bunch of butthurt people talking about, oh, this person's feelings are hurt. We're going to report it. Like, No. Let their feelings be hurt. Just fucking deal with it. So, yeah, I mean... Is, is this racist? Is this racist? Let's stop fucking putting it in the media. Because if you really look at it, yeah, it could probably be perceived as racist. But if you just leave it alone, it probably isn't a problem 90% of the time. Hey, man, that's the day and age we in now, dog. Because I can remember 10 years ago, I could uh, just say... Pretty much whatever the fuck I wanted. And, you know, it was my opinion. You know, not too many people say about it. Now, if I offend one person, I offend the whole fucking United States of America or whoever else the fuck. Because if one person is mad, everybody else should be mad. That's what it seems like. I'm just, I'm just tired of it. I don't understand that mentality. Oh, you're not. I mean, it's nice being away from the United States right now. You're like, okay. You're. Because you're not pissed, so I'm gonna be pissed for you. <laughs> like uh, all this crazy stuff about uh, what is it? Hands up, don't shoot stuff. Yeah, Black Lives Matter and all that. I can't. Yeah, believe it's, getting, it's getting ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, it's fucked up that that happened to those people. And, you know, I'm not trying to downplay, you know, the seriousness of the issue, but God damn, man! Like, I don't understand what that like. They're using it as excuses to riot and shit a lot of the time. Yeah, I mean, everybody want to use something as a freaking mask to conceal what their real agenda is. I, that's what upsets me. Because you're taking away, like, there was a, was it a, who was the dude? The, the I Can't Breathe guy. I forget his name. Yeah, I forget. Eric I something? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Like, that one was like, a, it wasn't a race thing. I don't think it was more police violence thing, which is valid because the dude was choking him didn't let him go so there was there was legitimate complaints there 
but to like fucking riot over it, you're taking away from what happened to him. Because no one's going to be paying attention to what happens to the guy. You're going to be paying attention to your stupid ass looting the Rite Aid and taking away a whole bunch of stupid shit. That's, that's what upsets me. And then there's like, I guess the, the, the one Marine that helped Sergeant Major Castle exit out of that one building, he was beat up by a whole bunch of teenagers. They were like, hey, do you believe in Black Lives Matter? And he didn't like respond to them or some shit. And so when he walked outside, they hit him in the back of the head and fucking took all his money. And they're not they're not being charged with a hate crime or something. It's like, why is that, to me, like, why is that not a hate crime, man? Because they're sitting there asking a, a white guy or whatever if he, uh, if he believes in Black Lives Matter. He doesn't respond to you. You just beat the shit out of him. To me, that's a hate crime. I don't I don't understand why it's not. Yeah. I mean, because, I mean, Stuff's everybody, everybody's entitled to their own opinion. And for him choosing not to respond to that question, you're going to, like you said, you're just going to beat his ass. I mean, that's illegal. You just don't walk around beating yeah. up motherfuckers. So it's regardless if it was a hate crime or whatever the, whatever the case may be, you just beat a guy unconscious and robbed him. That is illegal. You're not supposed to, you can't do that. <laughs> and for them, exactly. Yeah, and for them not to get charged, I mean, the real problem is the fucking legal system, the justice system, goddammit. That, that's what upsets me. Because, like, if you don't charge them, then you set a precedent, too. Dude. Oh, you can just do that. Like, uh, that's okay to do. You can just walk around for the uh, knockout game. Oh, yeah, that shit. That, that was going around. Like, that's a fucking thing. Dog, I mean, I, I was, I ain't gonna lie, when I, they start showing that shit on the news, I was legit on edge. I would go places or whatever, and I'd just always be looking over my fucking shoulder, man. Like, why is that okay? Like, I don't understand. You run up on somebody, and you knock them the fuck out, and then you run off. Like, you're making your parents do, like, your kids do this shit? Like, what the fuck? Fuck, Smith. Stay away from me, Smith. Fuck, wasted. Sorry, I'm yelling at my friend. Butthole. Leave him alone. I'm in my hair ear. So, so what, what's your thought? Like, going back to games real quick, to get away from this, like... Subject that you can't escape in the media today. Uh, what What are your thoughts on like paying money to get things out of games? Oh, you talking about like the season passes and the DLC and all the other bullshit? Yeah, and like because like uh, or like paying like five bucks to get like I don't know money in the real game. Well, or real money to get in the game. Yeah, paying real money to get fake money. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't do none of that shit. I mean, I. I I don't know. I mean, it, it just depends on how it's done. All right, let's just say uh, what what we got this popular right now. We got damn Battlefront. Yeah. How much they was charging for the motherfucker season pass? Fifty dollars. I have no clue. I guess it was like, it. It like forty. I think it was like fifty dollars for a season pass for shit they didn't even announce what was coming with it. Yeah. So you basically like here, take my money and whatever you give me whenever it come here is what I accept. I don't, I don't like that. I don't understand why all that shit can't be in the game when you release it. I can see that. Because, I mean... I, I, don't, I don't really do season passes anymore. Like, I remember doing a premium for, a, like, battle uh, Battlefield and stuff like that. And see, and that's the thing, too. I mean, I don't understand that either. Because, really, what you're really getting is, alright, you might get a, a couple of in-game credits... And maybe like a unlock a custom weapon or some shit like that, but 
unless this weapon that you're getting is the fucking end all be all. It's like the motherfucking golden gun on fucking golden eye. I mean, what's the point? Because I'm pretty sure I can get a game. I mean, a, a gun inside the game already that'll do way better than that gun that you gave me on the pre-sale. Yeah, premium, I think, was a better deal because if you bought, because every map pack was like, what, 20, 20 bucks or some shit? Yeah. Back at that time. And the premium was like 50. And there was like four or five map packs or something like that. So at the end of the day, you were saving money. Oh, God damn it. I crashed my fucking plane. Fuck you. And then it depends on um, what type of game it is. All right, we're one of these, uh, uh, like Grand Theft Auto. They <laughs> doing all this stuff online, and they have not charged anybody a dime. Why? Why anybody else can't do that? You, I, I want to be honest. I spend money on Grand Theft Auto online to get fake money because I want big things to make people. <laughs> and I'm I'm too lazy to sit there and play like 35 because that's another thing is what I look at it is am I getting is the juice worth the squeeze am I willing to pay I don't know because like with battle battlefield like they had announced what was coming out like by date basically but map packs are coming out so you didn't know what was coming out battlefront they haven't so I'm not really doing that anytime soon. Yeah. With GTA, like I'm, I don't have the time or the energy to sit here and grind and get to like level. There was a guy the other night that was like one thousand level one thousand eighty six on here. Like what the hell? How? He had everything unlocked. He probably had a whole bunch of money. Like I don't have the time to do that. Yeah, I'll spend I don't know twenty bucks to get like a million dollars and buy some cool stuff. I don't care. Because I'm having fun when I'm doing it. I mean, I'm single. I don't have any chitlins. <laughs> chitlins. What, what, what else am I going to do with that money? Save it? Uh, I'm, I'm not planning on living past 30. <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> what? I mean, fuck. I'm surprised I live past 14. I thought I was going to die before, before now. Fuck. Anything else is just extra. Bonus, right? Bonus. Why not have fun with my bonus time? Well, I mean, I can ki- I can kind of understand where you're coming from with as far as Grand Theft Auto, but like, if I ever bought anything, it was probably I think for NBA 2K or whatever the basketball game. They'll have like these ridiculous sales or whatever every now and then. It'd be like fifty percent off of what a normal price would be. You know, and I'll get that because it wound up being like five bucks or some shit like that. And I spend five dollars on something stupid just about every day. So, I mean, I can I can part with that. But you charge me like uh, what's this other game? They re-released Killer Instinct, right? Yeah. So the game was free to play. And then um, they start re- you can buy characters for the game. So they give you a core group of characters. Then you can buy the other characters and shit like that. I said, like, why don't you just give me the fucking whole game? And I can just pay yeah, my I price instead of nickel and diamond me and shit yeah. like that. Because that, like, we're fighting games and things like that. I think that that was, like, the incentive to play the game, to unlock the characters, not for me to sit here and pay for all the characters and shit. Um, if you, do you uh, know who Funhouse is? Uh, I don't know what they do. They, they talk about games and stuff. They're, they're hilarious. 
They uh, I've watched them for a long time. They do podcasts and stuff. Uh, they kind of they they were talking about something a while back where they mentioned that uh, it's kind of the way games are going now because it's costing more money to make games. We're getting a lot more in our games than we did back in the day. Yeah, I like, see that. A lot more content, so they got to find ways to like make it worth it for them to put more in the game. Yeah. I mean, fuck, look at Grand Theft Auto and you look at Pong. It's a little different. A little bit different. Well, see, with these other games, though, from what I can see, they're annualized. So they got a game coming out every year. And, I mean, if you keep putting out the same shit every year, you know, it's kind of hard to... Like Assassin's Creed and shit? Yeah. So, I mean, it's kind of hard. Call of Duty? Yeah, exactly. So, I mean... I can see where they're coming from in that aspect to where you got something that comes out every year and you'll potentially lose money if you keep putting out the same shit. So you got to think of other ways to generate revenue. I got you. But look at Grand Theft Auto. They produce a game with however many years. They put time into it for however many years. Then they put out a product, a full, complete product. So why everybody else can't do that? Because, I mean, right now, Grand Theft Auto, what, five, they probably spent, you know, I don't know the exact figures. Let's just make up some shit. All right, they spent $28 million to make the game. It's probably way more than that, but I'm just, you're just making up shit. They spent $28 million to make the game, and they took maybe five or so years to make this game, and they spent $28 million in total. As soon as that game released... They made their money back hand over fist. So, I mean, I don't understand why nobody else can do the same. You know, quality over quantity. I mean, you can stop making Call of Duty for like two years and then come back that third year and make a fucking bomb-ass game with everything that everybody ever wanted. You'll make way more than in that one game than you would do putting out the shit every fucking year. Because people be waiting for it, they're going to want it. So they're going to spend the money on it. Or they, you won't be like everybody else and be like, all right, I mean, it's going to come out next year anyway. So fuck it. I mean, I'm not going to get the one this year. I don't think everyone has like a ability to do that like Rockstar. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, because Rockstar's proven themselves time and time again with their game. Because they like wait that long and ask for that much money because they're who they are. But I think like uh, they, I think call it the, they made what Red Dead and everything. Yeah, Red Dead Redemption and all that other stuff. But I mean, I think yeah. I think that the people that make Call of Duty can afford to do that. I mean, there's tournaments. Probably. There's tournaments based around these games. So I mean, I know they're generating revenue in that aspect. So I mean, they can afford to take a year or two off. I mean, look at Ubisoft. They're doing the same thing right now with um, Assassin's Creed. They're gonna take. Um, I think they're taking next year off. To produce another game the following year so i mean that's cool instead of being annualized like they've been recently with unity I hate the, the third one. since the win uh the third one with the revolution and the native american guy yeah yeah i, I played them all i think on the last deployment that i went on i wind up uh just finishing out the whole set because i never played them before and then it was just laying around because people leave shit in care packages and there was like a dollar somewhere 
you know, people was giving them away. So I was like, all right, I play them all. <laughs> <laughs> what am I playing right now? Oh my god! Should we talk about military stuff? Yes. Oh, fuck. All right. What What's your uh? As someone with a whole bunch of tattoos, what's your thought on the tattoo policy? Uh. Uh. Hmm. Well. Shit. I mean, I, be- I believe you should be able to get what you want within reason, yeah, as long as you're not getting uh, skeleton fetuses, getting the board, crazy <laughs> shit like that. I mean, I mean, you, 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 you're a big boy and big girl by this point, so I mean, you should know that the Marine Corps is not going to be forever. You're going to have to eventually go back into society, and um, you know, you probably get looked at with the side eye if you show up to a job interview with you know your whole you, motherfuckers can barely see your goddamn skin and shit because you got so much ink <laughs> so i mean you gotta play by big boy big girl rules so i mean if it was up to me go ahead if you want to fucking tattoos all over your arms and legs and stomach and back and everything go on do it but if that prohibits you from getting a job out in the real world whenever you exit the military that's on you because that was your decision i mean it is what it is. Because I, cause me personally, I mean, that was kind of part of the allure of the military anyway. The tattoos, I mean, you know, that was kind of like a part of it. Because my recruiter, the guy that recruited me, he was full of tattoos and everything. I was like, oh, man, that's fucking cool. I'm trying to get down with some of that. <laughs> and then I get in, get all my tattoos and shit, and it was like, hey, man, you can't be doing all that shit. I was like, oh, but this is what I signed up for. <laughs> No, I mean, they started putting a chokehold on the policy. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, it was more laxed when I came in than what it is now. Because, I mean, it wasn't wasn't uncommon for a Marine to have fucking full sleeves on his arms and his legs and all kind of stuff like that, where to now it's kind of frowned upon. I mean, you can still get stuff on your forearms and all kind of stuff like that, but you have to do it within certain guidelines. Which, if you plan on making this a career, I wouldn't recommend doing anything that is visible outside of a a PT uniform. And that's what I preach to the students here. That's what sucks. Because I want to have a career, but I also really want to have a career. So you just got to eyeball that policy, see what's within the means, and damn, just do what you do in accordance with the law. Like, I really, but I also know that it's part of growing up where you got to have to let go of some of the childish uh, want. I'm not letting go. Fuck it. I'm holding on, damn it. I'm trying not to lose it. <laughs> I mean, you're already, you're already tied it up, though. Yeah. And I plan on getting more. <laughs> but I had to do it within my guidelines as long as I'm in the military. But shit, I mean. Did, uh, weren't they trying to get you to go recruiting before they sent you out there? Yes, I've, they've been trying to get me the re- recruiting since damn 2003. <laughs> it just never worked out though, because the first time um, I was a single parent, uh, you know, I was going through the divorce po- process and um, custody of my um, my older two kids, so they didn't want to send me out recruiting duty, you know, with all that shit going on. So I got denied for that. Then the second time around. I got. I was going to miss out on a deployment because they flagged me to go to recruiting duty. They gave me a school seat, told me when I was leaving and everything. 
And I was like, all right, good to go. So I prep, I prepared, you know, I moved out of my house. I was living with somebody till it was time for me to go. I sent my kids to Louisiana so I can go to school um, in California for recruiting duty. And um, right when it got down to the crunch time and everything, when I was getting ready to move out the door, my unit deployed. So, you know, they leave the reserve people behind and everything, you know, while everybody else is gone. So we had a replacement sergeant major come in. And he just came from the schoolhouse for recruiting. So he showed a particular interest in my recruiting package. He wanted to see me personally. So, you know, he saw me. He seen my tattoos because I had tattoos below my elbow and all kind of stuff like that. And he's like, hey, dog, they're not going to um, accept you. So, yeah, he's like, they're not going to let you do it, dog. So, I mean, it is what it is. And I was like, I saw a major. And I left out. And not even an hour or so later, the career planner called me back in, showed me an email that that sergeant major sent back to the schoolhouse, pretty much kanking my shit. <laughs> so, so, so like he's not in the, he's not in the schoolhouse anymore, though. Yeah, no, I mean, but he he was the sergeant major there. He just left from there, so he just emailed back, used his power and influence and everything, and just like got my shit denied. <laughs> and so, did you see? So after um, that got denied, I deployed. Yay. So it kind of worked out in that aspect because I would have had to do all the same shit for that deployment that I would have done for recruiting duty as far as moving out of my place, sending my kids to Louisiana and all kind of stuff like that. So it kind of worked out, but whatever. And then another time, time number three, I went on a deployment and they flagged me for recruiting duty while I was on deployment. So I went through the whole process and they denied me because of my tattoos. And then this last time, what you was talking about, right before I left to come to here, same thing. They uh, ran me in, showed all my pictures for my tattoos, and it's like, all right, you're not good. Now you can go to Missouri. Do they not keep a record of that? Well, see, that, that was the thing. When they started... um revising the tattoo policy um, they had people that were grandfathered in because I came in before the change was and it was like alright you just need to go take pictures of your tattoos get them documented and um, you'll be good to go I was like alright so me I was like a corporal sergeant then not knowing too much about nothing I just did what I was told to do went to the photo lab they took all my pictures for my tattoos and everything and I thought that was it I thought I was documented I thought I was done but apparently those didn't get put in my record. <laughs> so years <laughs> so years later, you know, I get flagged those two or three more times. And now um, come to find out this last time that my shit was never in my records. So I had to do a memorandum and get them put in my service records. So now they won't ever pick me for recruiting duty or whatever ever again as long as I'm in. And then people was like, why don't you go be a drill instructor? I was like, hell to the now. <laughs> If they're not going to take you to be a uh, fucking recruiter, they're not, not going to take you to be a drill instructor. I don't know. I mean, see, that's a different can of worms, I think, because, I mean, I've worked at Paris Island for a little while. And, you know, I see all the drill instructors come there through the schoolhouse and um, just doing regular training. And, you know, they got all kind of tattoos and everything. But I think the difference between being a drill instructor and a recruiter, I mean, with a recruiter, you're out there in the public eye all the time representing the Marine Corps. 
as being a drill instructor, you're secluded to Paris Island or San Diego. You're in house rather than outside with the public. So that guy, the recruiter that's out there with in the public's eye, you know, you want him to be a certain way because he's representing the whole Marine Corps. Life works in mysterious ways. Is this bus on fire? Yes, the bus is on fire. This bus is on fire. <laughs> See, man, I should probably. I think I you, probably... you did influence me a lot. I want to say because I picked up a lot of my attitude from you, and I am a fucking goofball here. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, like people like I don't know why they love like <laughs> I'm what was it? We were at this exercise. And there was this sergeant that was uh, talking to his gunny like they were having a meeting. And I went up, to, went up to the sergeant, and I took off his, I took off his like little wristband, and I walked away. And he's like, "I fucking hate you, fucking hate you so much." <laughs> I walked, I walked away. He couldn't like stop in the middle of the talk from the gunny. He had to sit there and like listen to what the gunny was saying. But I stopped him from the, like I just took his took his wristband and left him. And later on, he was playing Clash of Clans. I'm like, dude, let me fight for you. You're not good. He's like, no, I got it. I'm like, let me fight for you. He's like, no. And so I took his shoe. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, I fucking hate you so much. Hate you. And see, and that's what always been my thing, man. I've been me for 33 years now. And I mean, I don't. You know, I don't, you know, I know the military has his own set of ideals, how you should conduct yourself and all kind of stuff. But still, people are people, regardless of the fact. Exactly. And if I don't be me, then, I mean, who the fuck am I? You know? That's, that's something I've learned is my favorite thing to do is to make people laugh and to do my job and be me. I'm not going to, like, just because you're a certain rank doesn't mean I'm going to respect you any more than I would anybody else I think I'm going to treat everyone because I, tr- I try to treat everyone with a, su- a certain amount of respect but once you like, you have to prove to me you don't deserve that there's certain people that are like way higher ranking than me and I don't talk to them the way I do like a sergeant because the sergeant's a lot more respectful to me than this individual is and I'm going to be me I'm going to treat that person the way they treat me and it might not always be nice yeah. Tactfully, so I don't get yelled at. Though. Yeah, tactfully, yes. You always got to throw the tact- tactfully in there. <laughs> Except, me being me, sometimes it's really hard. Sometimes I just want to tell people to go fuck themselves. Yeah, but I mean, it's, it's that line <laughs> you got to try not to cross. I, exactly. I, I like to dance on that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I'm like, you get to the point where there's certain people where they just walk in my office and talk to me a certain way. I'm like, most people don't, but there's always those people that try it. And it's like, who, who are you? Do you know who I am? No, who are you? I'm the bitch that'll fuck you up. I'll cut you. <laughs> I'll fucking cut you. What I, what I like to do here, I mean, you, you've seen it firsthand. You know, what, what, it, what was it there? I think it was Fireball, right? Yeah. I mean, I th- I still do that here, but I'm I'm doing the ninja chop over here now. <laughs> ninja chop. But uh, what I like to do here is when another instructor is in the classroom teaching, I just walk in the classroom, uh, ninja chop him, and I just walk out while he's in the middle of his class. <laughs> what do they do? They're just like, what the? F-? They don't know what to do because you know when you're teaching, I mean, you are in a, like your certain little zone or whatever, you know, because you're trying to 
present the material in a way that uh, you know somebody has never seen it before, so so they can understand it. So I mean, you get in your zone when you're up there teaching and everything, and just for somebody to just pop up out of nowhere and fucking ninja chop you on the fucking shoulder and shit, and just walk out the classroom with no explanation, that fucking throw you off your game. <laughs> so there's sometimes they just be sitting there like, what the fuck. And they kind of like freeze up a little bit and don't know what the hell to do. And I'm already out the door and shit. <laughs> and then now sometimes, I mean, I do it. I mean, you know me, I do it enough to where they don't, it doesn't even phase some people. I just go in there, I do some retarded shit and I walk out and they just keep going without a beat. Like nothing ever happened. <laughs> well, uh, this is on a completely different tangent, but, uh, have you heard it? Oh, fuck. I'm dead. <laughs> have you heard anything about a, the, the new Commodore, uh, General Neller, came out here. Have you have you heard anything about him? Nah. Cause he's, I think he's pretty cool. I haven't heard nothing bad, so I guess he must be doing good. <laughs> he came out here and he was talking to everybody. He's like really not politically correct. Like he's he's politically correct, but he's like closer against the line than General Amos was or uh, General Duffield was. Yeah, I know. Uh, and, the Sergeant Major, the new one. I mean, he, he's over that line as well. You heard what he said about the um, the people asking um, celebrities for dates for the ball and all kind of shit like that. I didn't know if that was real or not. I don't know. I would like to think it's real. I would. I'm praying to God in my soul that it's real because <laughs> that would be fucking awesome. <laughs> I mean, if you want to ask the celebrity to the ball, I really don't care. But, like, one dude that I saw that was about to ruin it for everyone and get everyone in trouble was the guy that was uh, asking Caitlyn Jenner. Oh. <laughs> really, dude? Come on, dog. Yeah. Yeah, just like I said, man. He, he, motherfucker, he's dancing on that goddamn line. <laughs> ruin it for everybody. Because I want, like, people that ask me Kunis, like, you, yes. I want to know if that one uh, Ronda Rousey went with that guy. Yeah, I think she did. What? I remember seeing a picture or something back in the day or whatever. So, um, I think she went with him. Did you see that fight? Uh, I was here when it happened. I like Ronda Rousey. I think she seems like a pretty cool person. But she got cocky, and I didn't like that. Yeah, she got knocked the fuck out is what she got. <laughs> yeah. confident Confidence is one thing, but once you're cocky, I don't like it. Like, I want you to lose at that point. So I guess you don't like Conor McGregor then? Uh, I haven't really heard anything about him. Oh, well, shit, you, you really up under a rock over there then. Conor McGregor. Yeah. He, he is what you just said that you don't like personified. <laughs> He is just that. Well, then I don't like him. He is just that dude, dog. He talks cat shit, but he back it up though. Hey, I just don't like cocky. Well, I mean, you're a straight male, so I, I imagine you don't like cocky. Yeah, I don't like cocky. <laughs> and I hate the thing about Facebook pages. This is something you could add in. It's a weird little world, especially the military one. Because there's certain Facebook pages that. We all hate, like, Jay Tots and all of us, we don't like them. And there's, like, when I first started, people, like, started bullying me and shit. Like, 
hey, I'm more popular than you. Do what I say. And it kind of like got to the point where like, who? No, fuck you. I don't care who you are. Yeah. And what I will say is like, I'm happy because the fan base I have right now is different than I think a lot of the other ones around. Yeah, because they share the same thing, you know, your personality type or whatever. Yeah, and they, no one's like overly critical of other people. Like, there's this dude that was talking to me how he went on Dysfunctional Veterans and posted something. And everyone attacked him and said, hey, you've never served, go fuck yourself, you fucking piece of shit, blah, 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 blah. And it wasn't anything negative about the military. He was just like saying, yeah, fuck ISIS or something like that. And they all attacked him. It's like, why are you attacking him? What did he do to you? Yeah. And on my page, people don't really do that. I have not run into any instances where that's happened. Besides Joanne a couple months back, but he was a piece of shit. <laughs> did you see all that? No, I, I can't. What happened? So I posted that thing. On, it was like a survey where they asked like a whole bunch of people if we needed help fighting ISIS, would you exist? And then, like a whole bunch of people said no. And I shared that. I'm like, piece of the shit. Oh, okay, I got you. And then this dude's like, oh, fuck you. I don't need to do what you're telling me. And it just went off the fucking wall. Like, it went, it got crazy. Like, I talked so much shit to this guy. I was talking about his uncle touching his butthole. <laughs> Did you, put, fucking, did, you, did you put that in fucking his Did you put that in comic book form? No, I didn't put it in comic book form because it was just I can't. It, you need to watch it. Like it's so great. Not watch it. You need to go because I shared the pictures. Like you can see the pictures on my timeline. Oh yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go back and read it. It was just so beautiful. <laughs> a beautiful butthole. Beautiful butthole. I got um. um <laughs> I know you did it a while back, but um, I don't re- I don't know what the result wind up being. Um, but for the um, you was doing a charity thing for the um, the twenty two or whatever the suicide stuff for the um, service yeah. members. What was the result on that? Oh, uh, what part? Like, I, I think I you had like a fun. From. I think you did like a fundraiser or something like that, right? Like the shirt. Yeah. Way, way back. So I didn't do that. They made the shirts and I just shared the link. They got, so what I guess the funds that they got from that, they were able to use and uh, make themselves a nonprofit and get to where they are now. Okay. And what, what was the name of it again? Uh, 22 Until None. 22 Until None? Yep. Okay. So I'm going to make sure I put that in the the show description or whatever so we can give them some love for our fellow yeah they're people. all they're all good people um i know a lot of that i knew i know one of the admins very well and they're not like it's not like they're fucking uh the warrior project or wounded, it's not like they're the wounded warrior project i should say yeah i mean i'm really for that stuff especially after what i went through um my biggest thing was I think that made me mad because they changed the program name. Never leave a marine behind. Yeah. It's like that's exactly what they were doing to me. That's how I felt at least because they were getting ready to force me out for something that you know, the medications fucked me up. With the medications, it's like a guessing game the entire time. Yeah. 
Like one thing doesn't work for everybody. So you have to guess and guess and guess. And by that time, the person might have already killed themselves or they don't have the luxury to keep trying it. And so I was getting kicked out. But I didn't. Here I am. Yep. Pushing 913 pounds on the slate court. Yeah. I want to be able to be like the mountain from Game of Thrones and just crush a man's skull. <laughs> be like, fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> that was my peanut butter and jelly! Is that daggone uh, enough? Other than the 22 until none, is there any other organizations or Facebook pages or anybody you want to plug? I can't really think of anyone else right now. I'm going to get yelled at for that probably by somebody. But 22 until none is really good to go. Uh, You could plug, I haven't shared them in a while, the the FOB Bunker Barn Grill. Okay. Um, They are going to be a military themed rest. They're going to be opening in the, the summertime, I think, or begin the launch. Uh, I helped design some of the interior way, way back when. A guy offered me to pay, or offered to pay me for doing it, and I just told him to give the uh, funds that he gets, oh, that or the funds that he would pay me, just to donate them to a charity. So he did that, but. It's a military-themed restaurant run by veterans. It's going to be cool. Where's it going to be It's going to look at? like a bunker, basically. What's up? Where's it going to be at? It's going to be in California. I don't have an exact location off the top of my head. But they got a Facebook page. But if you live in California, stuff. here in the next couple months, hopefully, within the next year, you could go there and eat food in a bunker that's military-themed. They got like a website or a Facebook page or anything? Uh, yeah, they have a Facebook page. I think I like them on my page. Okay, I'll put that up too. And their logo is really cool too. Whose? Uh, FOB Bunker Barn Grill. Okay. It's really cool. Did you draw it or somebody else did? No, they did it a lot. Like, they did it before I met them. Okay. And you want to go ahead and plug your page and give a shout out to your minions? Minions? Oh, uh, yeah. I love you. You guys are the reason I'm keeping the page going. Like when I'm when I'm down and I get on and I just post something stupid and you guys lose your shit and think it's hilarious, that makes my day. Uh, so that always puts me in a good mood. Thank you for following me for as long as you have. And anyone that is new, welcome to the uh, Sketch Nation. That's what we'll call it for now. And. Uh, Stay safe and don't get AIDS. <laughs> the best advice I can give someone. And I think we're going to call it on that note there, homeboy. <laughs> and that was this week's edition of the show. It was a great catching up with my man Sketch. Um, we haven't seen each other in person in probably about like three years. But I've been keeping up with him through Facebook and Instant Messenger and everything like that. And I'm glad to hear that he's doing all right and he's enjoying what he's doing. Um, make sure you look up his uh, Facebook page it's called Sketches World and um, he also has an Instagram account goes by the same name but it's Sketches underscore world so all of that will be in the show description so you know I like to hook y'all up you know instead of rewinding the podcast trying to figure out what I was saying because I know I mumble a little bit I got a little the southern draw if you can hear it 
So I'll put everything in the show information and you can find all these lovely podcasts and websites that I talk about every week. Speaking about podcasts and websites and things like that. I got a couple new followers to the Random Ramblings with Rob Twitter account, which you can follow as well at RRR underscore podcast. That's three R's underscore podcast. Go ahead. Give me a follow. Talk to me on the Twitterverse is if they still call it that. But the new followers this week are Sketch Comedy Podcast. They have a website. You can uh, reach them on sketchcomedypodcast.com. You can download their podcast on iTunes and wherever else you download your podcast from. They do sketch comedy and improv. So if you're into that type of thing, go ahead and hit them up. That's Sketch Comedy Podcast. You can also reach them on, I don't have their Twitter account. Next, we have the Wrestling Court. Uh, this is a group of cool individuals sitting there talking about wrestling and whatnot. I got to listen to their live stream last night, which was pretty cool. I like what they was talking about. I like what their views are as far as professional wrestling. Um, they don't have a Twitter account, but you can follow one of the hosts at Julian Excalibur. And you can also download their podcast on iTunes and Podomatic. We have the Gooncast. Bunch of goons in the garage talking about random stuff. Kind of like how I do. Random, 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 random. Um, you can reach them on Twitter at the Gooncast. They also have a website. You can go to garagegoonmedia.com and see everything that got posted up on there. So give them a follow. Give them a viewing on their webpage. We also have the Just John podcast. They have a website. It's called Just johnpodcast.com speaks about everything from business to movies and other pop culture thingies and such you can reach him on twitter at johnny m underscore r e v o we have game buds talk about games and shit you can reach him on twitter at game buds underscore uk as I said before, they talk about video games and stuff like that. They have a YouTube channel. You should look it up. It's a youtube.com backslash or forward slash or whatever slash gamebuds underscore UK. And we have this freaking show. It's a podcast called This Freaking Show. Not this freaking show that I'm talking to you on, but that's the name of their show. This freaking show. Kind of confusing, right? But they have a website. It's called thisfreakingshow.com. And you can reach them on Twitter at thisfreakingshow. They talk about everything movies on their freaking show. And you should give them a follow. A couple of cool cats. We also have the Drunken Dork podcast. You can follow them on Twitter at the Drunken Dork. And they also have a website, the. No, it's not the, but it's drunkendorkpodcast.wordpress.com. And they talk about movies and all kinds of other things while drunk. Booyah. One of, um, I haven't listened to this one yet, but it sounds a little provocative with the porno music. Why don't you put the horn on? 
but it is the pure orgasmic love cast. So you can hit him up on Twitter at P-O-L podcast. And they talk about the sexual intercourse. So go ahead and hit him up. It is the pure orgasmic love podcast. They have a website called pureorgasmiclove.com. So if you want to get some pure orgasmic love, go ahead and hit them up. We have the Grouch Inc. podcast. You can hit them up on Twitter at Grouch Inc. And you can find them talking about music, life, and everything in between. You can download their podcast on iTunes and Stitcher. What else we got? What else we got? Uh, We got... I can't even pronounce this, but he gave me a follow on Twitter. He's an author. Um, let me just spell it out for you. It's a C-R-O-Y-U-S. What's that? Croyus. He's an author. He got some weird-ass books as per his description on his uh, Twitter account. You can also follow him on Twitter by the same name, at C-R-O-Y-U-S. He has a website, C-R-O-Y-U-S dot com look up some of his books buy some books he does it because he loves it and also if he can make some revenue off of it go ahead and uh hook the band up we got a independent filmmaker his name is aaron m cabra i don't know if i'm saying that right but it's all going to be in the show description so it'll be spelled correctly there you can follow him on twitter on at amc disaster mind he has a youtube page is uh, Hack Productions or H-A-C Productions. You can find that on YouTube and you can look up some of the trailers for his um, projects that he got going on. And looking at my notepad, that should be it. As always, like I said before, you can follow me on Twitter at RRR underscore podcast for the show or you can follow me personally. You can hit me up at It's B Rob. And I'll flood your timeline with random retweet. Re- damn, I can't talk. And I'll flood your timeline with random retweets and wrestling stuffs. Because that's what I like. The wrestling stuffs. And I have a Facebook page. Yes, I have a Facebook page. You can go ahead and look up Random Ramblings with Rob on Facebook. Give the page a like. Leave some feedback. Post some funny pictures. I don't give a shit. It's for everybody. It's for all of yous out there, which I appreciate so much for listening to the show, sharing, telling somebody, and uh, giving me follows on Twitter and whatnot. And I think that's about it. Oh, can't forget my shameless plugs. I got my unofficial official sponsor. That's DD's Vinyl Designs on Facebook. So you go ahead and look it up. DD's Vinyl Designs. Make you dag on coffee mug with your picture on it make you some throw pillows or some shit like that she do it all so hit her up dd's vinyl designs on facebook ah. that's a lot of stuff but it was great catching up with sketch and i look forward to whoever will be on the podcast next if hell if you want to be on the podcast just for the fuck of being on the podcast hit me up on the twitter or whatever we can make some shit happen hit me up on the facebook we can make some shit happen And um, as always, I'll see you next time.